0: And here we are, once again, for another Paradigm Shift team-building video hangout on the Internet. recorded as a podcast for your convenience to be able to get in touch and learn a little bit more about what the Paradigm Shift community is about. This is Brendan, and I am joined with some amazing people, some amazing shifters here with us tonight for this recording. So all of, all of us who are here tonight, let's say hello to the Internets.
1: Hello! Hello, Hi, hi, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) Hello there!
0: (laughs) Awesome. Cool, guys. So we do have a few people with us here tonight. Um, again, my name is Brendan, and we also have Brianna, who many of you are probably familiar with at this point if you've listened to past episodes. If you haven't listened to the past um, Hangouts, please feel free to do that. They're actually really insightful. They're, they're kind of enjoyable to listen to. And uh, we also have Ellie, and we have Kamala, and we have uh, our special guest, Michael Brazel, who many of you know quite well. And uh, we have Michelle, who's been with us in past Hangouts as well, and we have uh, Sphira. Sphira? Oh, I screwed it up, didn't I? (laughs) Shaney, AKA um, Sphira. Yeah, okay, there, I think I got it. Cool, so again, just as a quick introduction and a little bit of an overview as to what it is that we're doing here, this is a team-building Hangout for the Paradigm Shift Central project. The Paradigm Shift Central project is a hub for conscious media and it also is a real-life interactive game to help assist in the evolution of consciousness. And the way how people play the game is multiple ways, but it is about creating conscious media, it is about actively helping assist in the shift in consciousness as a shifter and that can mean simply by like creating conscious art, that can mean like you know working on your own development and it can mean being an artist and it can also mean getting more involved with your physical community in terms of things like free hugs, planting seeds to help assist in the shift and also moving towards being able to create physical paradigm shift communities that have a regular open minded discussion meditation groups and there are a bunch of these communities across the world right now and more and more of them are popping up so bringing people together through the magic of synchronicity and being able to have these meetings is really important and this is kind of like a digital version of that so we'll um, all uh, just kind of I don't want to spend too much time just on like news introduction, but I'll just give you a rundown on what has happened since the last broadcast, and then we'll go into introductions and get to know a little bit more about the people who are here. And again, you know, like that's kind of the cool thing about this, is that this is this is a documentation of the shift in consciousness and for us to be able to get to know each other, to build as a team and for you guys to really be able to get to experience uh, the real life story that is happening and unfolding here. And of course, if you enjoy listening to this, you're totally welcome to get involved with it and also to, um, whether it be with this hangout or future hangouts. And uh, again, just go through Essential.com and sign up through the LiveNet website um, or the Paradigm History Central website, it's the same website. And uh, you can get involved that way. So uh, just as a quick rundown in terms of what has happened within the last week. Um, last week, or just recently, was the pass of the solstice. So the solstice was on Monday, and today is Wednesday and we did a special paradigm shift, Jedi Global Activation Meditation, and that went really well, and uh, part of the reason for that was because uh, just slightly before that on the 18th is when Star Wars came out, and uh, within that time frame I also released a video that went fairly viral on the internet talking about the secret reason as to why people love Star Wars is actually a real thing, and how so well, that is what Star Wars is talking about, and how it's a reflection of our shift in consciousness. So the good news is in, is that that was another example of how effective media can be used to plant ideas for people to shift paradigms. Um, strategic conscious media can like reach new target audiences. So that one was something I designed to be able to like reach more of the mainstream, which was like the Star Wars audience, to be able to get them thinking some shifty stuff, um, some metaphysical type stuff and to invite them to get involved the Paradigm Shift community. So that was really cool and the global meditation went really well um, and I definitely recommend you guys go and check that out Uh, again through the main Paradigm Shift Central website. You'll see it through there. And uh, other than that, there's been some ongoing updates with the website. It is still ongoing. There's a lot more that I have to do with it. Um, But that is uh, just something that I encourage you to go explore, and if you are signed up as a participant in it, then I I totally welcome you guys to start creating Quest Journals. Um, And again, the Quest Journals are are a tool for you to be able to document your own shift in consciousness and to practice creating conscious media. And also the conscious articles are part of it where you work up to the idea of creating more specific topics um, similar to the articles that you see all across the internet now but something that you wrote and about like a topic of your interest and we will help you get it out there to a wider audience uh, through the platform. Um, The other thing is that the newsletter is getting more refined and if you go to the website, uh, you'll see the little box at the top that says add your email for events and media newsletter updates. If you haven't added your email to that, I highly recommend it because Facebook is unreliable and that will give you uh, more immediate updates on that. Um, Other than that, uh, the only other Uh, Other than the little things, um, right now the 2D and 3D timeline on the website that I currently have added is currently disabled. Um, That's because there is a thing that Google changed and it messed up the RSS feeds and we're looking at fixing that. Um, But other than that, I've just been making uh, minor tweaks and coming up within the next week or two, I'll be launching the store and through there you guys will be able to uh, buy the shift buttons again and also um, the crystal wraps that we'll have available and the uh, love and the loved ones are. Um, I'll just show you guys on video real quick. And for those listening, they're uh, like massage tools. So you can see here, like it's like a crystal that's in polymer clay, and uh, they're basically like really good for massaging different parts of the body, um, and also just for like using for uh, directing intention and everything. And uh, yeah, you guys will be able to try those out for yourself, and they're totally amazing and encouraged to be used even for like sensual purposes as well. So, um, yeah, that's part of that and uh, shirts will also be available in the next little bit. I'm going to be relaunching some of the campaigns and um, there's a video that I'll talk about this video later, uh, but I'll just tell you about it now. There's a video that I'm going to be working on in addition to a couple other videos I'm working on. And it's going to be just like a simple video, but I want to do it with the idea of a New Year's evolution challenge. Um, So opposed to just being a New Year's resolution, it's the idea of a New Year's evolution challenge. And this is something my buddy suggested to me, but it would be like basically challenging people to feel more. And I think that's kind of, like, a cool thing to move into 2016 with, um, really encouraging people to, like, go into the heart. Um, and that's, like, something we can talk about as a group, you know, the idea of, like, a lot of people are sort of, like, maybe too much in the third eye and not as much in the heart. But if we start with the heart and then move into the third eye, um, I think, like, that is, like, kind of a, a, a good way to sort of approach things. Um, and I would love to be able to get your guys' ideas on that. And another thing I want to be able to get your guys' ideas on later into this is also just um, in terms of community funding and specifically for crowdfunding for my Patreon crowdfunding campaign because through the crowdfunding for that, that's supporting the ongoing project. And I'd love to hear what you guys uh, think in terms of additional ideas of how we can successfully uh, raise more money for the community through the Patreon crowdfunding campaign. And uh, yeah, we'll go through that as we get there. So. Um, that's uh pretty much just like the news that i'll I'll share with you guys um and we'll uh and other than that, like I'm doing good, like I feel good, I'm keeping busy working on the project and stuff um I had a really interesting uh like sleep paralysis experience earlier in the week uh that I'd be interested to tell you guys a little bit more about, and we can sort of go back to that and uh yeah, other than that, the uh paradigm shift meetings in London are going good still we'll be on break for the next couple weeks. Um, but the last ones that we had uh, went really well. There's about 15 people who attended, and I have a feeling that in the new year, more people are gonna be attending, so having them on a regular basis is really useful. So that's all I wanna say for now, and thank you guys for being here, thank you for your patience, and um, we'll switch it over to Michael Brazil and again, like as we move through these introductions, uh, basically just kinda giving everyone here a chance to say like who they are, where they are from, Maybe what's some of their interests or like specialty skill sets? Like, what are some of their superpowers? Maybe might be the better question in terms of like Jedi stuff. And uh, also like, what does the shift look like where they are, and how are they helping assist in the shift? And again, that can be through community involvement, but it can also be through like personal development, art. Maybe they're writing a book. Uh, or anything like that, and um, just as a quick introduction, Michael Brazel, uh those of you who aren't familiar, he's helped out with Paradigm Shift Radio a whole bunch in the past, me and him started Paradigm Shift Radio together, and he still does his own regular podcasts. and uh, you can find him and everyone here through the links on the Paradigm Shift Central site of this broadcast uh, down in the information below, and uh, it was his birthday a few days ago, so let's all say happy birthday to Michael Brazil. <laughs>
2: Happy birthday! (laughs) Happy birthday!
0: Cool, cool. So um, Michael, please, we'll we'll pass the talking stick to you and uh, introduce uh, yourself to to the people here and to the people of the internets. All
3: right, so I'm Michael Brezel, as (laughs) Skull has pointed out. Yeah, I've been around the block a few times. I live in Columbia, South Carolina. My interests are pretty much all over the the place, but um, just to narrow it down, I'm an intuitive healer. I do intuition work professionally. I teach yoga. I'm a a student of the Anderson Fairy tradition of witchcraft. I would consider myself a witch, a warrior, a poet, an activist a mystic, you know, a journeyer, a seeker, I don't know, I just do a little bit of everything. I, I feel like I need to feed my spiritual ADD. Um, what I'm finding is this year things are moving into more of an integrated place. So even with my work, um, I'm going to be doing a lot more of working with intersecting all of those paths and it's something that's a little bit more approachable and acceptable for others. So I host a radio show also on Blog Talk. Um, blogtalk.com forward slash michael brazel so it's pretty easy to find and we go live pretty much every night we're not doing it tonight, we're about to go on hiatus for the new year so we're doing one more show tomorrow night and then we'll be going on break until after the new year so that's always fun, that's a great way to get community together and to just get people talking about spiritual things um, i we be doing a lot more focused shows next year because I'm also, working on my book, something that Spirit's been giving me and pushing me to write for a very long time. But in that book, there are going to be very specific topics and things that will help to evolve people as they're working on their spiritual journey. So, lots of stuff happening here locally lots of yoga classes, lots of new things happening at the new studio that I work at here in Columbia. Uh, we're going to be doing lots of meditation stuff. I'm going to be doing more shift-oriented type stuff in the next year as well. We're planning to do some free yoga in the park. We're going to be doing some of the free hug stuff, um, some poetry gatherings. So we're working to get the gatherings happening for next year. So lots of stuff. There's a lot of resistance here because we are in the Bible Belt. This is... um, For those not familiar with what the Bible Belt is, (laughs) it's a very... Um, conservative area. So there's a lot of resistance to even things like meditation. So for us to do these things in a very public way is important because it helps to shift people's perceptions about things like meditation. When I was hosting my meetup groups, people would come and they would feel, they would tell me they have to lie to their families about where they were going and it was just meditation. We weren't even doing channeling or anything like super crazy like I usually do. This is just meditation. Um and even yoga, it's it's there's small pockets here and there but they're starting to come together. So it's nice to see that happening, but there is a lot of work and a lot of resistance. Uh so it takes us coming together even if it's just a few of us to to start shifting those perceptions. I mean, just look at me. I shift perceptions just walking down the street here in Columbia, South Carolina, where it's illegal to do tattoos above the neck and below the uh, elbow line. So I I automatically stand it's out.
4: Illegal.
3: Yeah, no. you can't you can't do tattoos uh, above the neckline and below. I think the either the wrist line or the elbow. It's something crazy. It's something stupid. But so I come here and I'm automatically already out of the box. <laughs> so um, so here we are. So it's, it's nice to see that South Carolina is slowly shifting. Big thing on our radio show, we just had Barbara Marks Hubbard on the show. If you don't know who she is, you should really look her up. She's very shifty. Um, she's been around for a long time. I think she's 89 years old. Um, Neil Donald Walsh, who wrote Conversations with God, wrote a book about her. She's best friends with Deepak Chopra. Um, she did a lot of stuff around 2012, and we interviewed her about her latest book. So it was a really big deal for the show. It was, it was probably one of our, my my biggest interviews to date on this show. It's like Oprah-level <laughs> guest on this show, which was funny because the whole time she was on the show, she was making dinner and, like, chomping on crackers and stuff. So it was actually uh, <laughs> one of my most fun interviews as well. So definitely check that out on on the channel if you get a chance. She talks a lot about a lot of stuff about bringing community together and and how it's so important now for us not to hold back because we are entering in the global crisis but what she says is in this crisis we're able to now find new ways to get through the crisis. The crisis becomes a catalyst for change so as we start noticing things shifting around us we're then able to also shift with it and it's important for us to come into that awareness. So it's really, it was a really, really powerful show for that, and especially for how it really aligns with a lot of stuff that Skull and I have talked about on our various radio shows and stuff over the years. But that's pretty much it. That's my story. That's who I am, and that's what
0: I'm doing these days.
5: <laughs> so nice to meet you.
3: <laughs>
0: nice to meet you also. That's awesome. Yeah, congratulations on, on that that interview. I, I gotta go back and listen to that one for sure. It sounds like it was a real gem, so. That's cool, man. Awesome. Um, does anybody have any questions for, or, or comments on anything that Michael said? Like, there are some things that sort of came up, but if anybody else has anything that they want to. Uh,
5: I wanted to comment. I just think it's uh, really great that um, that the shift is happening down there. I really had no idea. Uh, and I have family down there, and I'm really trying to get them involved with uh, understanding, like, the, the signs of Mother Earth, and I'm so happy that you're down there <laughs> doing <laughs> doing the light work that needs to be well, done. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I think that's um, even just what you said briefly, just to hit upon it, Michael, like, I think that's really a, an important thing to, or, or what, um sorry, your, your guest um, was talking about Hubbard, how the idea that, like, you know, it's, it's, Within, uh, like, within the problem lies the solution. Like, it's it's when things like get to the point where we can't ignore them anymore that we are sort of like forced to find new ways. Um, I think that's kind of just like a an important theme that we'll be getting to see uh, more. Huh. It's nine oh six on my um on my phone. I'll show it to you real quick. But uh, nine oh six is like totally my resonating number, and I've been seeing it all freaking day. Like, oh, my God, I went downtown today just to, like, run some errands, but I was just, like, getting hit left, right, and center with it, but, like, that's a good thing. Cause oh, yeah. that, that's, like, the force, so I just had to share that. I don't even know why I looked at my phone, That was so weird. That's synchronicity in action right there. <laughs> um, everything is where it needs to be and is unfolding as it should, or Does it like mean that. anything? 9-6 itself.
5: But, yeah, it um, doesn't... For you?
0: I mean, the, the I've explained um, here and there, but basically, like symbolically, it, it sort of represents kind of the same thing that a yin yang would, um, like even like the as above, yeah. so below, intention and purpose, out, um, yeah. male female duality, perception, sort of thing. So for me, it's a very um, potent symbol, uh, which is like why I see it everywhere, and it's it's one of my tattoos. It's not on my f- it's not it's not on my face,
3: mm-hmm. but
0: but it's still there. So, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Michael, was there anything else that you um, just want to add, and otherwise we'll just move on to another person for introductions?
3: No, I think that's it. I think, you know, it's just important to continue getting out there. Um, the world is changing rapidly and even faster as we move forward. So is going to be an even faster moving year, and there's going to be a lot more stuff grabbing our attention but also dividing where we put our focus. So you know, it's really important to stay, stay the course, whatever that course is. So don't be afraid to, um, to do self care to honor yourself in that process because that can sometimes be, the most difficult part for light workers and healers and, and those of us walking this path. So self care should come first because, you know, if your cup's not full, you can't fill someone else's cup.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I f- I feel like um I don't know the the full details, but I know like astrologically like we're entering into an interesting phase right now. Um, especially with the full moon on Christmas, I f- I feel like that's an interesting thing. Uh, again, like Christ in Mass, like the awakening of Christ consciousness within Mass. Um, but I know like uh, several of the planets are going into direct stuff right now. Um, but yeah, like I think. You know, like having that time home, having that opportunity to spend with family uh, can be a very, very potent healing opportunity. So, yeah, I would definitely encourage all of us to sort of reflect on uh, any of the self-work that can be done over the next, uh, you know, couple weeks within this holiday break that we got going on or, you know, just time period in general. Um, Michael, do you know anything about the astrology aspects of what's coming up? No.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely no, <sorry>. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like once we start getting to math and trigonometry and stuff, I, I turn it off, you know? <laughs>
0: it's all good. Cool. Okay, so thanks again, Michael. And um again, if anybody or I you know, I encourage people to go check out Michael's podcast and again Michael Brazel and B R A Z E L L. Is it two L's?
3: Yeah, two L. So we have like Four hundred hours of. Oh episode. my
0: God! So yeah, like crazy. lots of content. So lots of podcasts material. So um, check it out. And again, links for that I will post into the show notes of this link on Paradigm Central. So definitely check it out. Cool. All right. Um. So I was gonna recommend that we actually. Um, Put the pass the mic over to uh, Safira, and uh, because I know she has to leave soon-ish, and uh, if she's cool with that, um, we can totally do that. So, and uh, Safira is a uh, n- new-ish to uh, the paradigm shift community as of last night, I guess technically. Even though you've had a button for like six months, but you never even. It it didn't reveal itself. <laughs> so, that
1: was the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: I gave a I gave a button to someone else, and then they gave the button to her. But we were at the same festival, but we're not sure if we met at the festival. But we totally probably walked right past each other at some point. And then button
1: <laughs> sitting on my dryer, and I look at it every time I wash my clothes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you hadn't checked the website yet, and now <laughs> here you are. So. That's exactly how the buttons work, so yeah, and then last night you saw the Star Wars video, and that like really resonated with you, and, and then we got talking, and yeah, one thing led to another, and here we are. So thank you so much for, uh, for joining us here, and welcome to the team that we got going on.
1: Teamwork. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Shift, cool. So um yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll mute myself and I'll pass the talking stick to you. And again, just introduce uh you know who you are, what name you want to go by, where you are, um some of your interests or superpowers, and uh what the shift looks like where you are, and anything that you're doing to help assist in the shift in consciousness that you would like to share or otherwise. So, I'll uh mute myself and pass it to you. Go ahead.
1: Hi, I'm Spira. Um. I don't really know exactly how to say everything, so I'm just going to pour it out real quick. Um, Basically, I'm very interested in dreams and psychology and, um, I guess, communicating with the divine through those things, in a way. And um, I guess a few years ago, I started having these really intense dreams that were just really intense, and I I was like, I need to start writing these down. So I started writing them down a lot, and uh, I started realizing that I was having a lot of messages pour through uh, in the journal entries, and uh, I wanted to write a story out of them, and I got kind of like blocked for a while, but within the past few months or so, I had another dream, and it's been like a few years since I've had an intense one uh, like this, but I had another dream that it was just super, super intense. And I like woke up crying because I was so happy because it was amazing. And uh, I ended up, like all of a sudden, the flow is back. So it's like the force is back with me. And I was pretty excited about that. And I started writing. And all of a sudden, I couldn't stop writing. So that's basically what I've been focusing on <laughs> doing is just, uh, I guess, trying to just let it out through the writing instead of letting it get stagnant and just let it flow through uh because something is trying to come out and it was really weird because uh I've been writing this whole story about uh basically it's it has different aspects of it but it's the dreamer is um you know doing his dreamy things or her it's dreamy things and uh it talks about the creation or whatever of this thing that we're experiencing, and, um, I don't know, it ends up sending the light of lucidity to a bunch of dream characters so that it can, like, regain awareness of uh, the dream because it's, like, losing lucidity. Uh, And it wants to bring awareness back to the dream so that it can continue to lucid dream, basically. Uh, And so in its last attempt to, you know remain lucid. It sends its light uh, to the dream characters through their dreams, and it sends that light in the form of a theophany through their dreams, which communicates to them uh, from the dreamer to the dream characters uh, about like what's happening, and just to remain aware and everything, and everything's okay, you just need to come out of your sleeping state or whatever. And I went to see the Star Wars movie. And basically everything that happened in the Star Wars movie was everything that I was writing about, but like in a different form, and I it just totally blew my mind and I was like oh and I was like writing about it to my friend. And then I came across Brendan's Star Wars thing as I was writing about it and I was like, What is even going on right now? So that's pretty cool. Uh but basically <laughs> I'm just sort of I guess hermiting it up writing over here and uh maybe when that stage of creativity comes out, then I'll start actually interacting with humans more and uh, becoming more, you know, coalescing with humanity, I guess, in that way rather than energetically and whatnot. So that's basically it.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Um, Did you say where you were?
1: Right now I'm in Tallahassee, Florida.
0: Cool, cool. Awesome. Awesome. And um, yeah, do you want to give like any information on like what what does consciousness look like in Tallahassee, Florida, right now?
1: I actually have uh, not been out too much; been kind of inside a lot. But it has been very interesting. It's mainly what I've been noticing is a lot of synchronistic like pulls towards people and just meeting people. Like uh, the first day I got here. I was really sad because I just left Toronto and all of my friends were there and I was really sad. The first day I got back, I was really sad and sitting at a coffee shop and then a friend that I was with, uh, who was like the only friend that I have here besides my partner and family, uh, he saw this girl and he was like, she has a flower of life tattoo and uh, so he said hi and like we ended up meeting her and like a whole bunch of people and they all are into like creating music that's, like, consciously uplifting and uh, meant to spread a message of, like, hope throughout, you know, uh, places. And, I don't know, it's a pretty interesting pull towards... There's basically a lot more consciously uh, attuned individuals than I was expecting out here. And there's a lot of yoga happening. Some of my friends have started doing that uh, teaching out here, too, which is pretty neat. So it's pretty good.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Like I, I think it's, you know, state the obvious. I think the shift is, it is happening everywhere, you know, and it, it, like even just a few years ago, I'm sure it would have been a different story um, with where you are, but it's good to, it's good to hear. And, you know, like as a reminder for people as part of like the, uh, like the ways of the shifter, uh, if, if we want to use that hashtag, which I do on Instagram, you know, it's it's that idea of like the force is in one way comparable to synchronicity. You know, the force is in the movie, in the Star Wars movie, without having to spoil it. Like how all the characters coincidentally cross paths, and it coincidentally cross paths in such such a way that it like allows them to like fulfill their mission without them even trying. In, for it to happen like the the force is like the synchronicity that connects people when they need to connect so like that is like for me part of the empowerment of shifters is the idea of like you know once we do get outside of our house it's very likely that you know through our own energy fields that we create we will run into other conscious people you know like attracts like so like that's the other thing you know like find the other dreamers build the tribe Spend one day, like, walking around town, and you'll probably, like, run into people who will have flower life tattoos or shirts with, like, conscious symbols on them. And, and that's kind of, like, v- visually what you may be looking for. And, and, I mean, of course, like, even things like shift buttons, which, again, are, like, badges for shifters to be able to recognize each other. So, I mean, that's why, you know, if you have a, one of the shift buttons, you can put that on any Article of clothing you have, and instantly you turn yourself into a beacon for other shifters to be able to recognize you, which I think is pretty cool. So, um, Shane was there anything else you want to? Uh,
1: I'm pretty good right now. I'm still getting used to communicating with people. <laughs> thank you for having oh, thank me you. on here and everything.
2: Thanks nice
0: awful. to meet everybody <laughs> for sure for sure and um, yeah no thank you so much for being here and, and of course like this is totally just practice uh, absolutely um, which is like a big part of this you know we, we come here to be able to practice communicating with each other so again so we can have conversations with people like out on the street spontaneously um, with more comfort with more ease and with more confidence and like literally you know be the, be the beacon for more people to be like whoa you know like that person's like openly expressing their spirituality, like that's so cool, you know. Like so, I think uh, it's kind of moving moving forward with that fearlessness and, and really just like beaming your authentic self so that other people can see it. So kudos to everyone here who's who's because you guys are rocking it. So, <laughs> um, okay, guys, was there does any does anybody have any questions possibly for uh, Safira? Maybe not. That's totally cool either way. Cool. Okay, so, um, yeah, thanks. Um, I feel like I'm still saying it wrong. It's not Saphira. You said it somewhat. You said it different.
1: It's uh, Spira.
0: Spira. yeah, okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, and uh, yeah, so thanks again, Safira, a.k.a. Shaney. And um, again, we'll post her links if anybody wants to get in touch with her. You know, maybe if there's people listening to this who happen to be in the Florida area, please feel free to, uh, you know, get in touch with her, get in touch with any of us, um, one way or another. Um, Now, as it is, we can pass things over to someone else to introduce themselves, um, unless anybody else has anything that they want to jump in with. Um, I
4: will, um, I just want to say this. Go ahead, Michelle. Um, this is Michelle Infinity. Go um,
0: Michelle.
4: I just, I'm really resonating with the beauty of, like, the like attracts like in the web, and we all find each other, and I think that's just so graceful, and so I just, I just can, I just feel that, I just, am, like, it's medicine to me, because it's true, and um, I had that coincidence bring me to a friend, actually, in the force, and all of that, and so. I just want to. I just want to celebrate that, I just that's all, uh, you know, without going into a whole story, just saying, like, yeah, like, we do, um, we're interwoven, and, and that lattice of the flower of life itself is a perfect description of the archetype of how that works with every soul and consciousness, and how we all find each other really through this, like, beautiful threaded web, and I was just talking about that this week, and, and the web goes in all directions, and, and it's just beautiful, so that's all, I just want to share, like, aho to that. Gratitude for it completely connecting
0: us. So, that's, it. <laughs> that's awesome, cool. And um, M- Michelle and Michael, like, I don't, I know you guys don't officially know each other yet, but there's a common thread because both of, both of you guys um, were like really good friends with Phoenix as well. So I just wanted to like put that out there. So, um, and and Michelle had actually like mentioned Phoenix like earlier in the Hangout before we even went to live broadcast, so.
4: Yeah, Michael, brother, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, I just drove through South Carolina, so I was thinking that when you were talking about South Carolina.
3: Oh, um,
4: cool, yeah. I'm on my way back from North Carolina, and uh, and I swear Phoenix and the Web, and it's all working together, um, interweaving me to conscious brotherhood out there that we all know through this reincarnating together lifetime after lifetime. Like, as soon as I met Skull and Breezy, it was like, oh, hello, again, you know? Um, And and 3DL has been, like, a beautiful wave of that, like, and that reverberation still continues throughout, like, since 2012, so. Do you have anything to share about Phoenix, uh, Michael, since that got brought up, that you would like to...
3: Yeah, I mean, he's, like, I feel him always around me, guiding me. He's my screensaver. He's my lifesaver. Um, he actually, like, we we crossed paths in Atlanta before he even started off on his journey. It was really interesting because I saw him, like, before he was that awakened person that a lot of other people got to meet later. Yeah. And I remember sitting in a cafe, and it was right when I was also starting my journey. And I went to Atlanta to, to go to this big conference, spirituality conference, and he and I were like, in this little coffee shop talking about what we thought the journey would look like. And it was—it didn't turn out anything like we had talked about. It was so much bigger and so much grander. Oh, and I remember I love him,
2: that.
3: He came to South Carolina, like, right when he'd just left, like, Atlanta to go off to um, just Bye. travel. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was actually, he was going to uh, to New York to go work at the... Um, Omega. Omega, Yeah. And uh, we stopped at this little cafe, and he was like, "Show me all these books he was reading." And we were like in the middle of this little place called Earth Fair. It's like a little, you know, divey little grocery store, and we were doing like healing sessions, like right in the middle of the grocery store. It was like crazy intense, you know. But it's it's nice to see that his work still. Carries on. Like his videos are still out there, and like I go to his blog every so often and just kind of retune into his writing and stuff. So it's it's beautiful to see other people still being inspired by his legacy.
4: Yeah, we keep that up. The ocgproject.com is, yeah, that's uh, intentional. Um, yeah, that's good. And also, I just, I experienced totally throughout my life this like ritual coming back to the recognition that it's undeniable the continuation of life after death and how we are continually like reminded of the sacredness of of all things through the people who go before us and and show us that path and and remind us that we that there that there can be can I, i share a lesson that i got recently from it that there you said the bigger that it can be so much bigger that there's so much more I think, like, my I'm Michelle Infinity, right? Spirit is infinite, all of that. Like, there is so much more. Like, one of the things that I've learned this week is, like, we manifest these certain ideas, projections of what we think we can create in our lives. But, like, if we offer it up to spirit and we're, like, just you show me, it's way better and way different and way bigger and way more unique and grander. And just if we can say yes to that, it's, like, then miracles can occur, but sometimes we want things to be in our way, you know. So, um, can you say more to that? Because I know you know what I'm speaking about.
3: Yeah. Well, it's it's it is like we are so much more limitless than we think we are, and we can only see things through our current per- perception. So. And that's limited because we have conditioning, we have complexes, we have these things that sometimes cloud us. Even though we are waking up, we can only still see what we can see, you know, but once we really just start putting feet to pavement and just start moving forward, we start to really expand into that limitless space, and it might, you know magical tradition we have this saying that God is self, self is God, and God is a person like myself. And it really speaks to our own sense of Godhood, because we are the creators living the creator's experience. So we are limitless, and if we allow ourselves to be those specks of stardust, you know, that sacrificed themselves so that we could be here right now having this call, we become infinite. You know, and like uh, we have another saying in our tradition that what is remembered lives, you know, so doing this and honoring those people like Phoenix who, you know, are now across the veil still affecting how we are, you know, being inspired and moving and inspiring others and it's just, it shows how interconnected it all really is, you know, it shows how limitless we are. So I think it's just wonderful.
4: I love the interconnectedness of all things. That's like one of my favorite things in the world is to the pleasure of it, you know. That makes it makes me feel at home.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's nice to just like listen to you guys talk and I mean both of you are well spoken and, and yeah, like even just like being able to t- take a moment to reflect and you know think about Phoenix and stuff um, as a context for people who are listening uh, uh, Michael said it and I'll just reiterate but Phoenix is a good friend of ours who passed in 2014 2014 I think um, in October um and uh yeah but but like he he had he, he had a very you know very like strong presence to his spirit and a lot of people uh, myself included you know like Like use him as an example of like how um, there still is that presence uh, of spirit from the other side. Uh, And again, you know, even to think like the other side like isn't literally like over there. Like the other side is still like right here. It's just like interlaced. Interlaced. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just look through like with the different fields, but it's uh, multiple dimensions in one. Occupied space, um, just on different frequencies. So, uh, yeah, like it's, it's, it's very. Uh, I, I have had some like really potent dreams, um, where, uh, yeah, like Phoenix, like pass on messages, and and it's nice. It's 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 nice to like be able to have those experiences uh, as a way to be able to say like, you know, like wow, this story is is, is bigger than just us physical, uh, you know, like mortal humans here. Like the the human the human experience uh, goes beyond the the physical dimension uh, in, in multiple ways and you know not even just death but also within dreams and everything as well and again you know like uh, just hitting upon it real quick like that's the thing that i'm really interested in and i'm sure Shaney's interested in it too the idea that the the dream space and the space that you go to once you've passed on is technically like two different versions of it's one in the same it, it's it's really just like two different ways of looking in on the same space um like the astral realms or, or call it what you will so uh, yeah for me it, that just opens up a whole lot of really amazing things and yeah shout out to uh to phoenix for yeah still still teaching us and i mean that's crazy to think like what awaits us, you know like what what will are because that's you know like even when, th- when you think about soul contracts our our soul contracts like something that actually continue beyond just like the the mortal again you know like the the physical existence like we talk about that you know like within this in- incarnation i'm going to try and like accomplish this accomplish this and, you know and you create like a list and then it's going to say like and after i die i'm going to try and do this and i'm going to try and do this and i'm going to try and do this you know like it's it's just kind of interesting to think about that um how we are still uh, and again, you know like how we're still involved like after we die and again, you know I think for some people uh and'm I'm, I'm sure other people have examples of this, but sometimes a person can be like of more use to the community like of more impact through their passing um maybe their passing in itself could be uh, like a story that sparks people, you know um maybe within like their final moments they'll express they'll they'll show. Ah, uh, they'll shine a light that like emanates courage and bravery, and other people will see that. And um, you know, just in in the idea that. Um, sorry, I, I sort of lost my train of thought there, but uh, yeah, like it's just a it's just a really fascinating idea, just like the idea of like how spirit exists on multiple planes, and and the team is you know shout out to. All the spirits who, who are with us and yeah <laughs>
4: oh my god so much with the ancestors but I just want to ancestors say, yeah yeah with the ancestors and it's a commitment to love um, it's a commitment to love and upholding the truth of love and and reverence I was on a sacred property I was at a retreat center um, in North Carolina um, singing to the river and the bamboo and the trees and the stones and those of us who have been to North Carolina know like there's a, I mean, there's Cherokee land. There's a vibration of the land, um, and there's those of us who are in service to the land and service to the earth, who are earth keepers. And it's important for us to share our gratitude and our reverence to the the earth in that way, and and to do ceremony on the earth. Um, and I do that through singing and sound healing, which I've mentioned tons of times. But um, I feel to tie it into Phoenix, like the service work is so important to recognize that when we are in service to a greater spectrum of light, to that web, to upholding the light um, and anchoring it in onto the earth, which is this whole Christmas full moon thing um, and the Christ consciousness, the on the old, the, the golden threads that like interweave through everything. Um, we do it through ceremony. We do it through prayer. We do it through three hugs on the, on the street corner, bringing it to the city. Right. And, uh, and the buttons and it's all like a, these are like materialistic representations of honoring life, and honoring life, whether it be in the astral, or whether it be now, and just that reverence for all of it, so I just, that was my spiel for Phoenix, and the light, and the and the earth, so that's it. Love you guys, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, love you too, Michelle, <laughs> cool, alright, well, um, Unless, uh, Michael, was there anything else you want to add to that topic? And we'll, otherwise, we'll just keep moving on to allow more people into talk.
3: No, I think that's good. But, you know, it, it is the time of the year where, you know, we, we go into the dark season. This is the shadow time where things are darker, heavier. And it's important to remember those people that have paved the way for us, whether it be ancestors or the mighty dead or you know those people who will come later, you know, just taking some time to honor the ancestors, the descendants, and the beauties that inspire your work, because this is the perfect time to do it, because we're in celebration, but also everything's dying, so it's just this, this beautiful upper and under current that's running concurrently, so it's the perfect time to tap into the magic of of that. So do that, do it now <laughs>
0: Awesome, awesome, cool. Sweet. Okay, so um, moving forward, uh, just before we introduce another person, I just want to give a shout out to the people who are in the live chat right now of the uh, main Paradigm Shift Central website. Um, those of you uh, who are listening to this, again, if you're just if you on paradigmshiftcentral.com in the bottom right, you'll see a big thing that says live chat. Just click that, and then the uh, it's easy to log into. You can log in with Facebook. Super easy. Um, and we've got quite a few people uh, in the live chat, so I just want to give a shout out to them and uh, yeah thank you so much for being here guys and if there's anything you guys want to add in the live chat you know if there's any like ideas or comments please feel free to do so and uh, we'll relay it in here because you guys are a part of the conversation as well so very cool and if you guys do want to join the hangout you can still do that through the the link within that same page that says like click here to join you just need a you don't need a video but at least have audio and you'll be able to sync up with that so awesome all right um, so we'll just uh continue to move along um I know shaney, are you still good i do you, I just want to make sure you're i you said you might be leaving soon or
1: yeah, my daughter was supposed to be coming back a little bit er- earlier than I expected, but she hasn't gotten back yet, so okay good.
0: cool Party <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, well, uh, so Michelle was talking for a little bit there, and I know she's probably not in a rush, so I'll open up the talking stick to uh, to three of the other girls, three of the other females, who we also have with us here tonight, and uh, I'll let you guys sort of decide who wants to go first between Breezy, Ellie, and Kamala, Whoever whoever just wants to jump right in on it.
5: Um, I'll go. <laughs> Hello, it's Ellie. How are awesome. you? Awesome.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. All right, Ellie, thank I think you. I think you I think you know how to do the thing. So, I'll just pass um, <laughs> the talking stick to you. So
5: Cool, thank you. It's talking stick. Um so yeah, pretty much um I'm Alicia, and Uh I live in New York City um in Queens to be specific. Um the the change, the shift is very interesting from around here just because um I don't know if it was me that didn't notice it until this year or if it was more so like things really started to pick up. Oh man, cuz the summer uh, the summer in New York, I don't know, I felt so many intense amazing vibrations like it opened me up to a world of like like the limitlessness. I really understood it after like this uh past coming summer. But um you know the change over here. It's it's nice. I'm seeing like a lot more yoga. I'm seeing uh, like a lot more um, like uh, meetups for meditation and plate. And you know I'm getting random invites from like people that I really don't know. But um I'm I'm just meeting people in general, which was I was resonating as you guys were talking earlier, saying how like you know you're in a place where you're not so comfortable, and all of a sudden you meet this person that like has um the understanding of flower of life and it starts to make you feel at home again and I I appreciate that like you know everybody's uh, experiencing that so um, but yeah tra- the change over here is cool um, I'd like to think that I've always uh, had some form of like consciousness in the way that uh, that I knew there was more to this like to this um, <laughs> To this mundane, like it's not—it's not always mundane, but I really do feel like compared to what we can't see, it's a mundane life. But um, you know, I—I'm—I'm I'm big with the dreams. I—I I really can't uh, control them. But I, I've been journaling for like almost—I think over a year now. Uh, interesting. i, I love um, when when Shani was talking about her dreams, and uh, like the whole Star Wars scenario, it resonated completely with me because. Um, I don't know if anyone else is in the New York area, but right now there is—it's a really crazy warm winter. And oh, sorry. And so, for one, like I know that this is not supposed to be happening. It really feels weird. And once the—I the, think the warmth started happening like about two weeks ago. Me and um, a few, like my soul sister, like my really close friend, we uh, we noticed like. Like, our physically we started to feel like there's something wrong going on and like I really started to like I didn't want to say panic but I'm like oh my god like what's happening to mother you know like what's what's happening to our our earth and you know what's happening to her because the sky looked weird the energy when you just walk outside was like way off and um my dreams were running rampant at one point about like a month ago between two and three weeks ago and they were just these crazy missions that I had to keep going on every night. Like I would meet a bunch of people and like I had to like show them something. And or there another night there would be like a monster terrorizing like Manhattan. And I was like, what's going on? Like it's usually I'm not dreaming about such intense and like um, su- vivid, super vivid, uh, you know, dreams. It was like every dream had like a meaning and it was trying to tell me something. And at the same time, I was trying to do something. Um, but, yeah, um, pretty much, I, I just, I, my journey that I've been focusing on is becoming uh, fully vegetarian and really trying to, like, preserve my health the best way I can. Because I notice when people start to see that you're becoming that healthy individual and, like, really caring for yourself more, they start to reflect on themselves and see, like, okay, something's not working in, in what I'm doing and I should probably get to a place of healthiness. And then I think once you start to get more healthy, you start to open up to, like, okay, what's going on with the rest of the world? <laughs> what's what's all these, you know, products and, um, you know, bamboozled schemes that are telling you I'm gonna, you're going to live 100 years on a pill or something? So um, that's pretty much, like, my story. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um, whereabouts in New York are you?
5: Uh, I'm in Queens.
0: Okay, yep. cool. Right cool. in Queens, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's pretty.
5: It's pretty chill around here.
0: Uh huh. I was just gonna say, remind me again what your like. What's your name on Facebook? Just so I make sure. Facebook. It's
5: name. Elysian. The same, like the same way it's spelled, Elysian, and then last name Cortez. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Awesome.
0: So I'll find you there. <laughs> um. Yeah. But I, you know, the the just before we go on to more introductions, you know, the topic of the weather right now, I think, is something that is like all on the back of our minds because you know it's a part of our reality. And me and my buddy like had a good talk about it last night. And you know, like it's it's interesting because like again, like I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, which is southern Ontario, um, not too too much more north than New New York. And again, you know, like it's very unusually warm. We've only had, like, one snowfall. And uh, in the same way, like, yeah, like, it, there's a part of me where, like, without trying to over-exaggerate, like, I almost want to cry. Like, I almost want to, like, oh my
5: be God, yes. on
0: my knees and, like, have my hands on the dirt and just be, like, feeling, like, what's mm-hmm. happening because it's almost you know it's at the point where like it's you know maybe like a few years ago it's just like it's just like yeah whatever you know like nothing's like it, it may or may not be real but like now that it's it's suddenly in front of us um and it, and again assuming it's not just like you know coincidence in the mundane sense um there's there's something that's happening here but uh, in the same way how again you know like in the same way how like i said it, it makes me feel it that can also be used as like motivation for being able to want to be able to like help shift things even more so to be able to be able to really like shine the light even brighter um you know like because now like it's it's becoming more real uh, it's just like so how much yeah, how much like our the <laughs> shift is 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 needed, and I use the term needed sort of loosely, um, is is a uh, is a part of the process uh, at, at this point, um, and and I think it's good that we can emotionally connect uh, to the earth. But yeah, I just uh, want to be able to to put that topic open up to you guys. Like, how is this weather right now? Like, how do you see it in terms of reflection of the global shift? Uh, you know, like the the actual seeing the the earth as like an organism as a body um and and how do you guys sort of what do you, what does it mean to you? What are you getting out of it? How is it affecting your reality? I think a couple of you had some points on that earlier. Um, I don't Michelle, if, I, I know you had saying earlier, if you're not too busy or or I, mean, or, I, Ellie, I go was simply really
2: say... <laughs> a lot of rake to the earth. Um, as okay, it like we'll it
0: let a... Uh, sorry, okay, go ahead, Kamala. We'll go. We'll let you talk, so go ahead.
2: Yeah, I definitely sent out a lot of rake to the earth um, because I see there's a lot of the changes going on beyond the weather, and also I work a lot with, with animals, so the animals are also confused uh, with the change in weather patterns, and you can certainly see that even with you know, little squirrels and, and birds, and, you know, I, I don't think it's the normal way of um, adapting. It's, it's a quick adaption that you can see that even um, the humans in the day-to-day level can't adapt as quickly, but neither can the animals, so I'm, I'm just putting out a lot of healing energy, and I've seen a, many, many people requesting healing, um, becoming really sick. Uh, whether it's because they can't adapt to the change of uh, vibrational energies or the weather has shifted so much that there's bacteria infections um, nobody knows what to do so I think the best thing I can do besides you know singing and you know sending out positive tones and such like that just work with a lot of healing um, and and we can hope that we can change. Um, in the positive that way to give back to the earth and participate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that, and that's good. And, and thank you for for doing that. You know, and, and that kind of leads into a question that I was going to ask, but I'll just pass it over to Michelle as well and Kamala if there's anything else you want to add on this. But again, you know, like with this idea of you know whether we're using the term global warming or not, you know, like something something doesn't feel right and in the same way, you know, like things are shifting, it's becoming like more noticeable but um, the question is what what does this call us to do? What can we do about it? Um, and again, you're saying you know, like putting like Reiki Reiki healing on the earth and stuff. I'd just be curious um, like brainstorming wise like like how much should this be, uh, you know, something that we're putting our focus towards? How much should this be something that's like governing our emotions and also our, our motivation? Again, like what what can we do about this? Like, you know, this this broadcast is like part of documenting the ongoing shift, and this is part of the ongoing shift, and and just being able to brainstorm, you know, like being able to see again, you know, problems as solutions. The the within the problem lies the solution because it like shows us what we don't want and leads us to asking questions of how do we, you know, move towards what it is that we do want. So, um, yeah, if anybody wants to open up, go ahead, Michelle, go ahead. Um,
4: so my intuition again i live in florida so my weather barometer of this change of seasons is probably not what the people who are tuned in who live into canada and such but i'll say that my perspective from this i think it just i you know i don't know i don't feel the the um paralysis or the paranoia about the global war i feel like it shifted energetically i feel like it's not happening now but i've been in florida again in winters in december where it's like hot at the end of the year and then like march and february are like freezing cold so i think we forget sometimes in our sensitivity that sometimes things just it's a dance and sometimes energies just move and shift and there are seasons like sometimes we're in rhythms i notice all these patterns of energy like there's like like April and September, there's usually like a correlation between the energy that happens there in the fall and the energy that happens in the spring. So sometimes the weather patterns can move as well. So I'm not alarmed personally in my soul, I don't feel that. But I'm not saying that the people who are tuned to that, who experience winter and can sense like animal communication, I know people who talk to trees, like, you know, so I think there's validity to everything. and. Obviously, we know that the earth is polluted, and we need to definitely care for her. But for my personal, like, connection and sovereignty, like, I haven't been alerted that there's, like, a a crisis more so than there is just a healing crisis for the earth. So I'm not, my heart's okay. And I just think that there's a a shift that's happened, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody else feels what I feel, but that's how, that's my opinion. That's my two cents on the matter.
0: Yeah yeah and, and I think that is a good point you know like we don't want to uh, freak ourselves out over this and and also being able to see this as like a part of the a part of the cycle that the earth is going through through the process of healing itself um within within Canada I will just say you know like w- what makes it a little bit more real is the fact that like uh, more so the animals uh, again you know like seeing how it's affecting the animals is is kind of it, it pulls at your heartstrings, uh, and and especially like with here like the squirrels here are very confused you know like they're just like they're like Am I supposed to be getting more nuts? Like, I'll just keep getting nuts, I guess, you know, and and like all of them are just becoming like, I mean, like way overweight and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, like that can't be good for them. Uh, so I mean, like that's just like one noticeable thing as to like how, how it is, uh, how it is like impacting stuff. Um, but again, uh, I'll I'll just sort of say, you know, like. In, in terms of like the you know whether we're using the term global warming or otherwise, um, part of the solution is for people to be able to have their eyes open enough to see the benefits of choosing environmentally sustainable choices uh, for the future. So I mean, in terms of how we can help with the shift, it really is sort of like this this um, chain effect, like this chain reaction sort of thing, where like we can't tell we can't like straight up just like force people to like drive a cleaner car, or to not drive a car at all, or to, you know, to, to like, stop, like, um, making so much garbage, and to, like, use like, more productive means of uh, resources and stuff like that. Like, we, rather than that though, like, the way how to Um, how to enable that choice within themselves is to just, like, encourage them to, like, be uh, more open-minded, more conscious by presenting them with themes, um, by, like, being uh, heart-centered and leading by example and then, like, just allowing them to sort of uh, step into that own place through osmosis. Uh, and, and uh, And then I think, like, the 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 realization that like conscious environmental choices are a good thing worth doing will come like second nature to them. So I mean it's one of those things where it may be it, it's something that we have to like plan long term with uh, in terms of like how we're going to be able to shift this. You know like it, to to try and fix it by next week maybe not so much, but a generation from now we can totally do that. You know we can definitely. Definitely do that by setting new patterns right now, and by living those patterns right now, and and, and again, like moving forward with integrity. And uh, yeah, just I, I think for me, like that's kind of part of the part of the solution. Um, but again, what, what do you whatever you guys think? I Go just
4: want to say that prayer, like 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 the global meditation that you did, and doing um, ritual around these themes of. Like, we'll see how this season turns out, right, and transpires. And if it is something that we should create, like, a conscious community effort around, I think prayer really does change things in the physical world and setting intentions. Um, and I think that some of the most conscious things that we can do is just to do ceremony and prayer and ritual um, around that. And then from there, the physical matter will change based on that. So, yes, definitely buying clean products, but also 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 just using our energy, our energy forces
0: as well. Yeah, yeah, and and again, you know, just um, anybody else have some insight on that? Like, that is a a good... Thing to sort of brainstorm, again, you know, like, as part of our superpowers, we, we keep talking about this idea that thoughts create, um, so again, you know, like, if we are doing that, if we are projecting our intention towards being able to, like, heal the waters, uh, is that going to affect things, um, you know, and some people just say, like, you know, that's complete bullshit, like, why even bother, um, but it's one of those things where, like, y- until you try, how do you know? and 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 it and does it hurt to try you know like so it, and at the same time it can center it can connect you with the elements as well so i mean um, like doing group meditations or even just doing a personal meditation down by the water could be a way for again you to actually like make a difference in that material existence theoretically um, but at the same time more so uh, than anything it will also like connect you uh, more intuitively like with that bigger part of yourself which is the nature which is the environment. Um, so I mean yeah like, like what are some of our tools like yeah like things like more global meditations because I remember the, like that was a big thing that people were doing you know like meditating uh, on water and stuff like that um, and again you know like a, it, it's one of those things where like it's really kind of it, it's it's hard to like sort of just say like oh it's definitely working but I I, it, it, like there is a part of it that 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 is like you know quite real. Um, but yeah, like it, it's just like it's 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 kind of more than one thing at once. But again, whatever whatever you guys think, like you know, like how how real is something like quote unquote prayer. <laughs> For like being able to like help assist with like the uh, the environmental process that the world is going through, um, and then we'll just do that, and then we'll move on to um, some more introductions from whoever.
5: Uh, I feel like prayer is like a super a super big uh, influence, just because it's like the law of attraction, you know. Like I I, I personally I, I've um, I attach everything, almost everything with law of attraction, like, what you give out is what you will receive, and especially if you're putting out pure intentions um, for the sole purpose and goodness of Earth, like, how can that go wrong? Like, where where is the flaw in trying to better something? Um, I mean, you can find some, of course, because there's duality and everything, but nonetheless, it's those pure intentions that you're, like, sending out, like, those frequencies of love. I I, I don't see how, like, that can, you know, do any harm, if anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody Anybody else have some comments on that? Yeah,
3: I do. Yeah, I think prayer is effective, but we have to remember, like Thich Nhat Hanh says, pray with our feet. I think sometimes we get so caught in the idea that these things just happen on their own, but... If we're receiving the inspiration to take action, then we have to find the courage to take those first initial steps, and it may start with prayer, but then it may be actually getting out in our communities and affecting change. And remember, you know, some I'm like part of the old school activist movement where we would go out and actually do direct action kind of things. So I think it's important to get out in the community and and join groups where things are shifting and moving so you can actually see the impact of those actions because sometimes prayer becomes a solitary act and it's hard for us to see sometimes the outcomes of our prayers but when you are part of an action like I was at Whole Foods not too long ago and there was this activist group animal rights activists coming through and they were protesting something that Whole Foods was doing wrong and once they left, you could see the impact because everybody was talking about it. And everyone was having a conversation about what they just witnessed. And it was, they were there for maybe 10 minutes. And for the next 45 minutes that I was there, people were having conversations about it. And when you can see that, you can see the direct outcome of that thing that you are doing. It will inspire you to continue doing more. But sometimes we get caught in prayer being the only action we take. So, let it be an action, but you know pray with your feet also, get out into the world and and let your actions also be a prayer and that's all I have on that
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> Let your life be a prayer that's all very yeah. important as well
0: yeah and and again, you know, like even just the term prayer um it's interesting to see how that word is sort of shifting as well, because you know I think for people who are listening to this and, and otherwise um. Prayer, for, for or at least for myself, I will say like kind of just is another way of saying like directed intention, you know, directed focus. And again, you know, like where your focus goes, energy flows, sort of thing. So, um, and even if that prayer is just like a way for you to align yourself, like with um, either again like a connection with the earth or a connection with what your steps will be, sort of thing. Like that's, you know, that like that's something that uh, I've done before. Like if I if I'm going into like a big um, like uh, some sort of journalism story that I'm doing or if there's like a free hugs event that I'm doing, I'll take the time to like meditate beforehand to sort of like set that prayer that intention as I sort of go into it it's kind of like a, a pre-game way to just sort of like get my head in the uh, in the zone sort of like you know like sort of like as if it was like a, going into a sporting event or something like that um, there's one other point I was going to make somebody else has their mic open I think or somebody else wants to jump in, feel free Maybe not. Okay. Um, looks like, I'm not sure if Brianna left. Um, but we'll see. Uh, one other idea that I just want to mention and then again we'll, we'll pass it. Uh, pass talking stick around and we do have another person in here. Um, Headhunter. Um, Headhunter, are you, uh, do you have a mic open? If you just want to test your mic, go ahead. Maybe they have a mic. Maybe not? Okay, that's cool. All right, um, one thing I was just going to say, and, you know, I just kind of wanted to say this to, like, bounce ideas off of you um, in terms of... Oh, and I do have some comments in the live chat. Um, uh, let me just reiter- reiterate something that Sarah was saying in the live chat. She's saying that, you know, like... Uh, um, she's saying that, like, this weather is being caused by, like, El Nino. And, again, like, El Nino is, like, one of the uh, warm air fronts or the cold air front. Um, But, like, that is, like, part of, like, the... Air temperatures, like coming up from like the southern hemisphere, I believe, and uh, like that is something that obviously is going to affect uh, our weather. And then you know, she's saying that like not that global warming isn't a thing, but like what we are experiencing is uh, a natural, quote unquote, um, part of the the actual like environmental processes that has been going on for quite some time. Um, so I mean, yeah, I let's... love
4: that. I haven't heard the words El Nino. El, El Nino, Nino is like a really popular it's thing in grade um, five.
0: <laughs> I did a project yeah, I on I love
4: hearing that. Yeah, it's just wonderful. A wonderful gra- nice. gratitude for mentioning El Nino.
0: Yeah, shout out to El Nino and and La Nina. See, that's one of them's warm, one of them's a cold. So male and female, of like the currents. Okay, um, one, one thing I was just going to say, yes. I, I want to bounce this idea off you guys. You know, uh, the, the, there's the idea that uh, there's more than one timeline. Uh, within like this this reality. There, there literally is more than one timeline and, and what timeline we are in is determined by what timeline we align our vibration to. So I think like, you know, is that a, a way to look into this futuristic aspect of the world? Do we actually... It, it, is part of it not so much about trying to literally change the entire world but, also, to like change our own vibration to align with the version of the world that we wish to be a part of, um, if that makes sense you know like it 's this idea that maybe there's like another timeline where like two thousand and twelve or two thousand and thirteen like crazy stuff went down but we didn't experience it a part of us did but our conscious mind is in the reality where we've continued further and since we got past those like theoretical you know like roadblocks or forks or catastrophes or whatever does that mean that like we're always going to have the opportunity to uh like pull ourselves up out of the ditch in that sense um by again by by being conscious of the fact that we are aligning ourselves personally to that particular timeline and again you know the fact that like all of us are here does that mean that all of us have aligned ourselves with this um, timeline and what timeline do we want to you know what branch do we want to sort of align ourselves with next is a part of the the thought process in that but what what do you guys think about that just as a thought exercise does that make sense or how would you make sense yes Was I?
4: Yes, that's Michelle. I fully yes. Yes, it's cool, Skull. It's cool. These conscious conversations are really cool for me because, um, and I was just saying this to my friend in North Carolina. It's like beautiful to talk with other spiritually minded people because you guys think in the same process that I do, which I, you know, question my thoughts a lot. Where I'm like, you know, is this just me crazy being like? But it's true. Depending on the choices that I make, and when you talk to your mom or your parents, like they don't quite get it cuz in their cuz time for them their timeline is completely different and like you'll see and i sound even sad when i say it but there's a sincere it's amazing to talk to people who have like a more limited view where we talk about the limitless view that those of us who are hip to the fact that if i make a higher or lower vibrational decision i can see the different webs or realities that my choices make and um, and I've that's something that's been really dear to me over the last I want to say year or so where I've been more tuned into the let's say the consequence of my actions, but it's really like making choices and being like completely, um, completely aware of let's say repercussions for, but but I, but it's but I understand it's not. Um, let's say uh, it's not detrimental, but at the same time, it is because you're creating a reality. So let's open the conversation up and talk about that because that's like it's important to, you know, to who else is it, who else thinks on that line or wave or uh, if anybody else wants uh, to jump in, go
0: ahead. Well, wait,
5: well, what, what specific ways uh, what, what wave in? Mm. Uh, who is aware?
4: Who is aware that their their decisions, their vib- like, are tuned to different vibrations, and depending on what road you choose, like a choose your own adventure book, to make it like a general metaphor that you can create different ways of consciousness and reality.
5: Yeah, that's totally. Uh, that's like something I try to remember every day, <laughs> because like, if you're if you're uh, in a specific like um mood you know or in a specific like frequency like if you're at like a really low frequency like you you know like maybe you stubbed your toe in the morning and then you're like oh, you know I I, my breakfast sucked and then you know you kinda just if you don't if you're not aware of the uh, the like the the frequency that you're trying that you're like kinda of vibrating at it's going you're just gonna stay at that and uh, you know especially if it's not a, a very productive and you know like you know uh, helpful, you know, a lightning, um, you know, feeling, it, it's just, it's not going to get you to where you want to be and then you kind of get stuck in a rut. So, I try to remember that. You know. <laughs> so, to try. But, um, anybody else, maybe?
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if anybody else wants to add in their thoughts. Um,
2: well, I, I definitely right. think that there's a number of timelines that could be possible I know for myself what I'm most interested in is whatever timeline um, I can work with where um, more sentient beings are going to live and survive and thrive. Um, Not so much what I personally can do to change in my sphere but helping humanity survive. Um, Because there's a lot of fear out in the world And as we are going through these changes, um, you know, I see often, even at work, um, the people I'm encountering, you know, and, and as you were saying, even animals, you can see they're confused. I sense it. I feel it. So I'm interested in whatever timeline that I can move with and help flow with and add to that's going to help humanity survive and thrive, whatever it's going to be, even if it's not my own personal um, choice of timeline because I I love futuristic aspects. But I would like to see humanity thrive. So whatever is going to get us there, I want to be a part of that. (laughs) What that's going to be, I'm really not sure yet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and again, you know, like I, I think the fact that we're in this reality and the fact that, you know, we sort of do have these intentions of being able to help see the world shift and and grow and evolve, um, the, again, you know, like I think everything is happening for a reason. And again, like this, this weather that we're experiencing, this, this shift in the globe—you know—if if it is a thing, if it's something that we're observing, um, I think that's a very important part of this process because it is like giving people that place to discuss these topics um, and and to be able to uh, influence like minds on a larger scale because the topics are so relevant, and especially when you get like people speaking out who already have a, a recognized voice. An example of this is the other day I saw a post put up by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, It like went viral, Uh, any of his posts usually go viral, but this one in particular uh, because he was talking about you know like smart environmental technology and and how that should be uh, definitely like the intelligent thing for us to be able to pursue. And you know he even just said you know like people think that uh, like cars aren't a big deal or whatever or anything like that and then he said you know imagine a scenario where you have two rooms. In one room there's like a regular gas-guzzling car. In another room there's an electric car. You have to choose to go into one room and the room's going to be completely sealed, no windows and there's no air to like get in or get out. And you have to stay in that room for like X number of hours. And both of the cars are going to be running while you're in there. Which room do you want to go in? So I mean the the obvious answer that most people would choose would be, you know, like the electrical one, you know, because it's, it's healthy, like, it, it would make sense. I don't want to die, you know, suddenly your life is on the line. So like, I think again, like, when we are put in these situations where we realize that like, holy crap, you know, things are on the line here, it really slaps us into smartening up. And I think again, like, that is like the earth sort of like teaching us to say like, hey, you know, like, y- you value what you have before it's gone sort of thing. And uh, this is like us, like really being able to uh, be humbled uh, through through the experience that we're going through. In the same way, you know, like what's happening on the globe could be comparable to like a micro lesson that happens to us on a regular in 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 our lives, and in, in, in that could humble us in that sense. Um, so I mean, uh, just kind of going. Or does anybody have any comments on that? I, there's just one other thing I was going to mention from the live chat, but if anybody had any comments, um. Go ahead, somebody, maybe? No? Okay. Um, Sarah, uh, who's in the live chat uh, in a part of Paradigm Shift London, um, she is stating the obvious how, you know, like, trees. Trees are a huge part of the solution to this. You know, like, trees are, you know, advanced technological, like, advanced biological machines that literally, like, convert, like, like gases into oxygen sort of thing and and as we cut them down like that's where we're seeing a lot of our problems because again it's a domino effect it's a chain reaction how like you take up the trees one place it changes the structure of the land which changes the ecosystem and then it like removes the land of resources and that affects the weather and that is like part of what we're seeing so I mean part of the solution in terms of like how we can actually help things if like you know one way or another if a bunch of us start Planting trees, or something like that. If we want to get like really tangible, and, and again, you know, if we want to pray with our feet, uh, one of the ways how we can do that would be to uh, to, to plant trees. Um, and and again, like it's kind of it. it rem- it it can be daunting in its scale, I think, uh, in terms of just like the idea of like, oh, you know, like it's like one tree, like how will that make a difference? Or I'm just one person, how will that make a difference? Um, But again, like I think it's being able to see each of us as like an organism, as a cell within a bigger organism, and being able to really uh, honor and and respect what it is that we are a part of, and, and to be able to use the momentum of the collective as part of our inspiration. So to know that, you know, if more of us are working towards these intentions then we're gonna have a bigger impact. It's it's seeing each other as the extended limbs of ourselves I, I think is kind of like one way to think of it. So, you know, really communicating and and strategizing amongst ourselves as one consciousness. You know, we we sort of s- we talk about that idea as like a, a concept, but it actually becomes it becomes something uh, quite practical and tangible when it comes to accomplishing objectives uh, and, and moving forward with collective momentum. Um, and even again, you know, like that's like where the paradigm shift centrals really uh, really sort of get a lot of their heart from is the idea that you know through the idea that if people see this project and they see wow you know there's a lot of people who are doing this there's several paradigm shift communities it will help inspire that person to be like you know like I want to be a part of that momentum I wanna ride that wave and and so as a collective let's create those waves you know like we, we can do that we have that potential we we we, we are moving past the idea of us like being stuck in our isolated bubbles like now our bubbles are merging and as they do we're actually stepping into more of how real like the idea of seeing us as like collective organisms uh, actually has the potential to be able to change that world so you know like the the communities in multiple levels like small groups, towns, communities, cities, the globe um, really just sort of, like, seeing things in, in that, uh, in that, like, sort of, um, fractal level in terms of, uh, groups and communities and impact. Um, but yeah, just passing the talk and stick around. What, what uh, any, any other thoughts on that? And we'll, we'll move on to just, some other introductions in a minute as well.
4: I want to, um, I want to, I don't know if we have more people to, that want to speak with the introduction, but you mentioned, um going, moving from the, the heart, or the third eye, uh, to the heart in 2016 at the beginning of the episode, and I was uh, curious to talk about that, to listen to uh, how that was, because you just kind of hit on it again yeah. with seeing people as your brother. I think that, that would be a good, uh, before we rock about to sure. make sure that that was, yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, because that totally, um, that that is uh, when me and my friend, we were just talking last night, and he's, you know, really, really conscious individual much like ourselves here and just a cool dude all around, but he was saying, um, just to paraphrase for those of you did earlier, I was talking about a new video that I'd like to be able to produce for the New Year's um, and it would be called like New Year's Evolution Challenge. So opposed to just a New Year's Resolution Challenge, New Year's Evolution Challenge and the simple challenge would be to challenge people to move more into their heart, to feel more um, in that sense. Um, so I mean, like again, I, I think that is a, a one of those uh, that that is like the core of how we sort of like shift things in that domino effect um, because it's like within the heart that we can see and feel and and actually have that connection become a palpable experience and that becomes again like our motivation for being able to uh, just move towards more compassion and move towards more like open heartedness which can lead to uh, just being able to be more, more Open and more empathetic, more connected with the earth, with each other, and with also being able to just like want to um, do do our part uh, within this within this uh, bigger story sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I, like I'd be curious to hear like what what you guys think. Like what what are the benefits of us feeling more? How can that change the world? how can that affect the domino effect?
4: It's that um it's that like and I I will give somebody else the, the chance to talk. But I want to say it's that living the prayer it's like being a prayer it's being an open-hearted person is how we create peace on on earth and that is praying with our feet our heart our hands are we are able to look at other people like our brother um which I think that I know that I we don't do enough in the world we um we compete over resources, I mean, just in a, on a global scale, hence the whole global warming is, I mean, like that, it ties in perfectly of how, um, as opposed to creating a society where everything's a circle and, like, there's nobody who's, like, bigger or less than we all have our, our thing to contribute, right? We're all in a circle, we're all equal, and everybody has their part to play, their role to play in a society. Um, and I think that that is, that is the healing of the earth. If we could bring that back, that consciousness back. So, um, but I, I want somebody else to answer the feel more. What is the benefit of feeling more? Um, cause I don't think we give ourselves permission to feel fully. Like I think feeling for a lot of us is a very scary thing. I'm reminded of Brené Brown's work on vulnerability and like, yeah, so I'll let somebody else talk, but yeah, jumping out of your skin, um, a lot for really feeling viscerally, I think. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't happen enough.
0: So yeah, if anybody just wants to jump in on that, go ahead. Now, at this point, it's, um, Shaney had to go, and so it's myself, Michelle, Michael's still here, Kamala, and uh, Ellie, and I don't think Headhunters Mike is working yet, I'm not entirely sure, but, um, Ellie, Kamala, or Michael? Do you guys just practice? Yeah,
3: I'll, I'll talk on that a bit.
0: Because um, okay. then I have
3: Michael to go. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's totally um, cool. Yeah, so I think, you know, a lot of people are moving into the... Um, causing a lot of, you know, shifting both positive and negative. And I think, you know, it's important when we talk about feeling, not to be afraid to feel all of our parts. We, we can't forget to also acknowledge the shadow and those parts of ourselves that we might not want to look at because they're part of you. Our addictions, our fears, our doubts, our judgments, our prejudices, those are all part of who we are. So when we talk about feeling, it means feeling and being with all of that, not resisting it because in order for us to heal it, we have to be able to feel it first within ourselves. So until you are first, like... For instance, in order to realize and understand systems of oppression and and privilege, you first have to recognize your own systems of oppression and privilege, ones that you may not be consciously feeding into but ones that are there and ones that you are a participant of solely because of the color of your skin or where you are in the world. So until we can touch those parts of ourselves that bring up coming to the edge, and there's always fear at the edge, so we have to allow ourselves to experience some of that. Where are our edges, and, and what can we do to challenge ourselves at those edges to feel more? Because until we do, those systems that are around us can't change because, you know, we haven't experienced them yet within ourselves, so it's hard for us to externalize and to and to really affect that deeper change in the world around us. So don't be afraid to feel what needs to be felt, all of it. Just because you have a shitty day doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means you had a shitty day, you know, and those days are going to happen. And like the example of stubbing your toe, like some days it's just going to suck, and, and that's okay too because we're human and some days are going to suck, <laughs> you know. But the beauty is that we're all going to die, and I think that's important to remember that... You know, it makes life more precious knowing that at some point this experience will cease to exist. So all of it, even those parts of us that are more visceral and more um, difficult to sit with, those are important too. I'm pretty sure on on the deathbeds, and I've had this experience of seeing people on their deathbed, and it's not just the beautiful things they remember, it's also like all the times when they wish they would have went outside in the snow and complained less about the rain and went outside and danced in it a bit more. You know, so look at what you can do to just be more in touch with yourself because it's important to feel and to empathize and to hold space for others, but you really can't do that fully unless you're holding full space for yourself first. So it goes back to that self-care, you know, and realizing that You have to put your oxygen mask on first before you can do it for other people, but feel what needs to be felt, and don't belittle yourself or judge yourself for feeling things that might not seem positive, because those feelings aren't negative or positive, they're just feelings that need to be expressed and felt and touched. And one of the biggest problems we have now in our society is all this repressed guilt, guilt. of grief. We're, not, we're we don't we're we're not taught really how, to, how to grieve properly. You know, there's a really great it's a really movie, great movie. On, it's on... I think it's on, it's Netflix, on Netflix still, Netflix. but you can see it, I think, on, on YouTube also, called Grief Walker. And it talks about how we are grief-phobic. We don't understand how to, how to work with grief. And a lot of us have suppressed grief and a lot of suppressed emotions that we're holding in our bodies. And until we're able to touch those parts that need touching and love those parts that need loving. Um, It's really hard to fully function in the world that's shifting around us.
0: There you go. Oh brother! Uh-oh. Um, Michael, I was uh, i would love to just be able to just ask you one more quick question before you head out. Yeah, sure. Um, sure uh, There's just a, a comment from uh, one of the people just uh, on the chat side of things, and they were just talking about, you know, like how feeling too much has actually like been a part of their reality. Um, I, I'd just be curious, like, like—is that something we have to be mindful of? You know, like, like—is that a thing? Like, do some people literally? It's feeling too much, like, sort of, you know, we have to find that balance, and and for some people, they already have that, like, open, empathetic connection, Um, but yeah, just how does feeling too much sort of play into this equation? Like, is that a good thing, a bad thing? How do we balance it? When I hear
3: that, when I hear that, it's, you know, it's, it's all subjective, too that individual's reality, and since I don't know that person, I can't shine a specific spotlight on what they may be experiencing. But some of us are more sensitive, you know, but but often when I hear that, it's people who are becoming over-identified with their feelings, and they're clinging to the feelings instead of letting them be part of the tapestry. They're focusing on a single thread that's part of this whole infinite space. You know, So they're choosing only to feel what's attached to this thread and not realizing there are all these other things they can also choose to experience. And sometimes that's because of trauma. Sometimes that's because of repressed or unmanifested grief. It could be all kinds of things. So it's it's up to us to determine, you know, what we are feeling and not being afraid to sit with it. Even if it feels like it's too much, a good practice to do is take it into a journal because if it's in your head it's gonna always be too much. But getting with someone who you can dialogue with about what you are experiencing helps you to process it because until you begin to process it and do something with that energy you will always feel too much because you're carrying it all within you. And sometimes when you start reflecting in your journal or reflecting with a a trusted um, supporting friend who will mirror back to you the experience and who will hold you in that space. You begin to see that it may be just reactivity that you're holding on to, or it may be just one particular thread of emotion you're holding on to. And once you realize that, you begin to see you have more options, because like we talked about before, we're limitless. So we're not just this emotion. We're not just the suffering. We are the entirety of it. There is always going to be suffering. That's just part of the dance. But there's also joy and there's also love and there's also hope and there's also compassion and there's also laughter and there's also sex. And there's also all these really beautiful, wonderful parts about being human. But too often we're conditioned into pinholing what we give our attention to because media says we have to look here, we have to be a certain way. You know, social media confines us into very specific paradigms of compare and contrast. We get into the scroll of doom, we start to feel as if though our world is shrinking even though we have the perception of expansion. So we begin to feel all this stuff that needs to go somewhere. So yeah, I think we can feel too much sometimes but until we begin really looking at what that really means for ourselves um, through the journal or through conscious dialogue, it, it's hard to do anything with it. You know, That also can become a doorway. It's often said pain is a doorway. And that kind of pain can also be a doorway to take a look at what is it that you're actually feeling when you say you're feeling too much. Mm-hmm. there you have it. <laughs> cool.
0: That's good. That's good. And then, no, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Michael. Awesome. All right. Well, um, I, you, you mentioned you have to go. Was there any last message for people? For
3: yeah, you? you know, just just, you know, in that shift from mind to heart, you know, let yourself, you know, don't be so hard on yourselves. So I think that's part of something we will experience in that shift is it's not always easy to make the shift from here to here, uh, from mind to heart, because it requires us to, to come in a deeper contact with the parts of ourselves that we're resisting. You know, I love the word light worker, but I consider myself more of someone who works at dawn and dusk I'm not a light worker or a dart worker. I am, like, a shadow worker, you know. (laughs) I live in the gray spaces because if you really notice, we only, like, the most beautiful times of transition are dusk and dawn with all the colors are present. We rarely notice the, the sun when it's out, and sometimes we notice the moon if it's, like, you know, like, tomorrow, or, like, I think the full moon is right around the corner here on Christmas Day. Like we notice that, but rarely do we ever really pay attention to the night sky. But dusk and dawn grabs us, you know, so don't be afraid to sit in your dusk and dawn and your betwixt in between places and and get comfortable with being uncomfortable with yourself because that's how you make the shift from mind to heart. It's not an easy transition, it's a tough one. It's a difficult one. But knowing yourself the whole phrase above the temple of oracle of Adolphi is know thyself and that's the spiritual journey, it's know thyself, that is the entirety of it and until you are willing to do it all and look at it all and sit with it all, you're only doing half the work, so don't be afraid to go all the way <laughs> just do it <laughs>
0: awesome cool, perfect Wonderful. All right. Well, Michael, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us here tonight. It was really absolutely. really great to have you here, man. So and again, you know, for people who want to get in touch, run a search on Michael Brazzle on Facebook and then through there you'll find all his links. But I'll post the links into the show notes through the Paradigm Shift Central link for this hangout as this well. Hangout so, as well. So, cool.
3: Absolutely. Okay. Peace nice. out, everybody. Nice good to night. meet you, Michael. Nice to meet you, too. Find me on Facebook. Good Listen good to the radio Facebook show. Donate, work the work work Donate the skull. Buy some buttons. Nice meeting <laughs> you. Buy <Bye laughs> a feature, too. Nice meeting you, too.
0: Namaste. Awesome. All right, Michael. Talk to you later. Peace out. Cool. Okay, so with that said, we've been broadcasting for about two hours right now and um, I'd like to be able to wrap this up maybe within the next, like, half hour-ish sort of thing, but uh, we'll just sort of play it by feel, but we uh, do have um, Michelle and Kamala who haven't technically done their introductions, uh, which is usually how we do things here. We'll just, like, spend the entire episode getting through our introductions, but Again, you know, it's just like getting to know each other sort of thing, um, which is still important. And then we do have, I believe Jacob has uh, finally uh, gotten into the chat, and he's got that working. Is that correct? Jacob, did you just want to test your mic? If you want to just unmute yourself, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. Hey, man. Hey, man. How are you? Good, good. Do, good, Do you have headphones? have
6: headphones? Yeah, I do. Do you need me to take them out?
0: Yeah, if you can yeah, find those, because those will cut back the echo. So. Cool. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to mute you for now, and uh, we'll find some headphones, I'm sure. And, um, yeah, let's... Uh, um, we'll, we'll pass over to um, Kamala, uh, unless Michelle really wants to go first, but... I think Michelle's patient enough, and we've heard from Michelle before, so yeah, we'll pass it to Kamala, Um, and uh, you can introduce yourself uh, officially to the people listening, and again, just who you are, where you're from, what some of your interests or your superpowers are, and what the shift looks like where you are, and any ways that you're helping assist in the shift, locally or just otherwise, and anything else you want to share, so uh, go ahead, Kamala, we'll pass the talk and stick to you.
2: Okay. Um, Well, I'm a creative person, I'm a vocalist, um, musician, Um, also Reiki master, so I put out a lot of um, my own visions through guided visualizations, um, spoken word, music, songs, poetry, um, any way that I can get the message across to kind of nudge people in a direction to help them actualize what they're looking for in life, um, as Michael was saying also, um, doing shadow work, um, not denying the, the parts of myself that um, aren't so white light or, um, you know, just trying to experience everything that I can. What I'll outflow for people would be a lot of healing, knowledge I've gathered um, about herbalism, how to take care of yourself um, physically, emotionally, um, making little tinctures, elixirs, um, offering tarot classes, offering reiki classes, doing a lot of reiki on animals because I love animals. I communicate really well with them. That's really important to me. Um, Big, big, big dreamer. Okay, so I have a lot of activity in the dream realms, astral traveling. Um, That's where a lot of the actual guided visualizations that I'll create with music and spoken word come from inspiration that I have in my dreams. So, again, if I can create something that will help people to think or feel or investigate, Um, trying to use my own creativity to spark others so they can have their own um, journey. Over here, I'm on the East Coast, um, close to Boston. So we have a lot of yoga studios. There's um, an acupuncture community. We have a really great uh, community acupuncture, low-cost acupuncture. Um, Love it. It's really great. Um, There's New Age shops. I read Tarot out of a New Age shop and um, really enjoy doing that, meeting new people all the time. So we have a pretty good balance even though it's a smaller community. It's starting to um, blossom a little bit Um, and hopefully people are starting to be much more open Um, to the aspects that what's happening within themselves is not so different from what's happening out in the world and they can see the connect they can see that they can make a difference for themselves and for the people around them so I'm really kind of happy with that Um, and anytime I can talk to someone about um, consciousness raising and shifting I try to do that too and that's what I'm doing, <laughs> using all those tools and trying to create something uh, for change.
0: That's awesome. Um, did you, sorry, I don't know if I missed it, but did you say where you were located?
2: Um, close to Boston on the East Coast.
0: Cool, cool, awesome. Cool, okay, well, um, yeah, there was, was there anything else? I think you covered all of it in the introduction there, so that was good. Um, was there anything else you want to add, though, or any particular topics you want to bring to the circle as we sort of move closer to wrapping it up?
2: Um, well, I don't know. I don't want to, like, monopolize um, too much, but I, I do wonder myself because I have an interest in technology, so I wonder about the balance between will technology fit in for our future and all of the big technological changes, because I'm big techie. um, How is that going to change um, how we live, how we approach the world? But that could be a really prolonged conversation. But yeah, I just wonder if others have an interest in technology and um, even... um, the singularity as a concept, as as I do, or if it's just something that people are just not willing to 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 engage in conversation with, because there's a lot going on.
4: I think that would be like a wiser topic for like the beginning of the next episode. So we sure can, like, go, go down go <laughs> down that rabbit hole like on a whole other trip. <laughs> Most definitely, maybe not at the end of one. There, but exactly. All of that.
0: Yeah. I do have, um, there, is, there is one thing that, that I'll share, let me, just, let me just pull it up real quick. Um, Go for it. It's actually, it's really cool. Um, hold on, I just gotta see if it'll load. It's going to be two seconds here. It's actually a, it, it's a quote um, that was sent to me yesterday and it's a quote by Tesla. So here it is. Okay, <clears throat> when wireless is perfectly applied the whole earth will be converted into a huge brain. Which is in fact all which in fact it is all things being particles a real and rhythmic whole of a real and rhythmic whole, we shall be able to communicate with one another instantly uh ir- Irrespect, uh, irrespective of distance, not only this, but through television and telephone, we shall see and hear one another as perfectly as though we were face to face despite intervening distances of thousands of miles, and the instruments through which we shall be able to do this will be amazingly simple compared to with our present telephone. A man will be able to carry one in his vest pocket. And this was Nikola Tesla, 1926. So I think um, what I get out of that and why i'm fascinated with technology is through like that immediate comparison of looking at the entire earth as a brain and to be able to just like say like how do we make it a better brain like how do we how do we like evolve this brain how do we become more efficient at being able to communicate as neurons across this brain um so i mean for me like that is where technology is incredibly beautiful uh, just in terms of like how it's allowing us to be and express and connect as, that again, that like collective uh, conscious in that sense Um, and uh, yeah, like I think just without getting too deep into it, like media you know, media is is our tool for being able to plant seeds in super epic, awesome ways um, with our ability to create and with our ability to be like ambassadors for a particular message because I think that is, you know, in the same way like an artist, you know, like even someone, you know, like one of the Renaissance artists and stuff like that, um, they would have talked about, you know, like how they had like a message, uh, you know, like from from God, like they would use that term. And like their intention was to be able to express it through art because rather than trying to like individually go and sit down with each person and talk to them for like an hour by themselves, they crystallize a single idea or a single theme or emotion or message into a piece of art. And so, like, you know, that is why I think it's so incredibly amazing because art and technology, like, literally, like, folds time in on itself. Like, it folds space and time in on itself. Um, So, I mean, like, obviously, like, that's, like, right up my alley. And, you know, I could probably talk more about that. But I'll just open the talking circle up for anything you guys want to add.
4: I don't know, man. That sounds pretty cool. I'd like to listen to you talk about art and technology. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) You know, know, the Universal Mind Lattice by... uh, Oh, yeah, that's like your favorite painting, isn't it? I think we spoke about this before. The Universal Mind Lattice with uh, Mm -hmm. Alex Gray, where the guy's meditating and, you know, everything's connected. Um, It reminds me about trees. You know how trees are all interwoven and they communicate with each other? And so we yeah. as human beings are just creating like these plastic devices with radio waves that do the same thing that the nat- natural, you know, spirit uh, energy and animals they already do with each other. So we're just emulating what you know God has already created. So
0: yeah, like that's a super fascinating thing, and you know we can get more into it again a little bit later. But yeah, like the um, the 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 idea that the technology is giving us uh, is enabling our psychic abilities, um, we're enabling our psychic abilities through the use of technology. You know, like, like telephones, instant messaging, that's pretty much synonymous to like psychic abilities. But now we've put it in a form like external of us. So I think if anything, the, uh, the things that we have to be mindful with technology is to not allow ourselves to get pulled too much out of our own body uh, with technology, we we really want to be able to like maintain that balance of like still being like able to look inwards to activate uh, the the psychic abilities opposed to relying on the uh, technological aspects of it. Um, technology is you know it's a blessing and a curse. It, it connects us, but it also disconnects us. It makes us efficient, but it also makes us lazy. So it's a tool and how we use it is really the important thing. So that is like a question that I'm super fascinated about, you know, like what does uh, what are the conscious ways that we can use media to be able to help assist in the shift in consciousness and state the obvious like this is, you know, this is one of them. Like this this message is a chance for us to be able to give give a presentation to people and and for them to like be able to reflect on ideas and for it to be heard by like hundreds of people and again those hundreds of people can carry that message even further each one of us you know I like the idea of us being ambassadors for ideas ambassadors for um, even virtues uh, is maybe something that's even more powerful Um, virtues being something that's like more integrated into our 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 being into our actions um, opposed to just like an idea a virtue is something that's like enacted through our character Um, yeah
4: a way of being. I was just thinking the same thing with principles, like what our principles are and mm-hmm. how we uphold those into the world. So that's a good place to end if you want to. Uh, wrap
0: but we it up. haven't done your introduction yet, Michelle.
4: Oh, mine! And I'm like, all right, that was a perfect
0: episode. <laughs> I Next feel, time, I, 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 <laughs> <it>. Michelle's introduction.
4: <laughs> I love it. I've kind of been like peppering myself throughout this whole scene. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll, I can say one thing, not so much about an introduction, but, um, you know, there was an answer to that question that I've got uh, asked about: do we feel too much? Um, can so can I get off for my introduction as like a small answer to the question? Um, it was just the fact that like, imagine your okay. So for all of those who are empaths and feel like you feel the weight of the world, that you feel so much of it. Imagine that you, it's your choice that you have power, that you are choosing everything that happens to you. And then from our co-creating this life, we can, we can more be in power and be on top of it. So we're not like victims of the world. I think when I heard that, when I heard that question, I thought of Vic, like that's, I've been playing with that too, and there's like a victim consciousness that comes in with like, this life happens to me, but as opposed to we, we make choices, and it's, and it goes back to that video game mentality that you're playing with is like this way of being where we're, where we're choosing our reality. So just uh, think of that when you're feeling overwhelmed. Be like, and I choose this, and from here I go, I make decisions, and I go forward on my path. So it's a way of empowering yourself instead of feeling, um, feeling like, life is, like life is happening to you. to you. So that's it. So those are my uh, thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, Sorry. and... Um, to
4: and hear my the, echo, the that's the, interesting.
0: <laughs> no, I know, I know. I, I know. Jacob's got his mic open, but I was just about to pass <laughs> it to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Jacob, are you there? Jacob, are you there? Hey, man. uh
6: you said get a pair of headphones.
0: Yeah. Did you? You didn't find them yet, did you? Where <laughs> did you? Can um, you not hear me very well? We can hear you. Yeah, yeah. And it, are they plugged in? Is that? Because I don't hear my echo anymore. So.
6: No. The thing is. Uh... I don't have any headphones that
0: work like that. Oh, okay. Well, it's okay. As long as no one else is talking, then it's okay. But have you? uh, I was just going to either pass it over to you for the introduction, or to just give you a chance to introduce yourself, or if you just want to add into the conversation that we were just talking about here, if you were able to listen as well. Sure, man. Either way, just passing it over to you. Go ahead. All
6: right. My name is Jacob Corbin. I'm from Washington, United States, eastern Washington. Uh, I go around a lot of places, but I'm uh, mostly just stepping back into my my Jedi boots, you know. Coming back to the Force, and uh, kind of like what you were saying, do we ever feel too much? I think uh, we always feeling too much. We always have habits and stuff, you know. But we all have those things inside of us. That to find that
0: that's where we stop thinking about feeling too much start. sorry Jacob your mic's a little bit choppy so I'm not to interrupt you but like it, it was good and then it sort of went I don't know if you just want to like I don't know if you're positioned like, it differently or something can you hear me now yeah I can hear you now like if you're closer to it maybe that helps or something I'm so okay just go, go ahead I'm gonna mute myself just try talking again
6: all right, so yeah, um, like we all have those things inside of us that we're meant to find and we're meant to, we're meant to embrace, and that's what can stop us from feeling like we're feeling too much, and enable us to be able to experience our full potential and power. You know, uh, so I come from a small place. There's not a lot, not a lot of shit to do here. It's just, uh, it's an overpopulated city in the middle of a desert. You know. It's the eastern part of Washington. It's not the evergreens. So it's really hard for me to do anything here. Everything is set in stone, So I really like my travel. And everybody reminds me of Double FX. When we came to a- Seattle, I missed that. And I always wish you would come to tour in the US, because in one of your videos where you were training in your backyard, just kind of messing around, and your dogs were there, I think it was last year or a year ago, you were playing Double FX. That's how I found you. And his song Light Me on Fire, I feel the inspirational to every person on this earth if they understood it. Because those verses are just Jesus. I mean like mine to the baseline, line and the lion's roar, you know. That like kind of just like fits into what we've been talking about perfectly. And how many hear this? What about the fearless men and women of this race, you know? Anyways. I'll leave it at that. Thank you, man.
0: Cool, man. Yeah, like, uh, bringing up Dub FX is, yeah, I, <laughs> I vibe with that. And, um, yeah, like, that that was a throwback to a really old video, actually. Um, I still have a, speaking of conscious media, like, that's one of the things that I'm actually holding on to is um, the, the video interview that I actually have with DubFX that I just... Uh, haven't released just yet because I've been kind of like waiting for the right platform to be able to do it off of which is what we're building with the paradigm shift central website right now um but yeah man no like that's that's good i, I it's it's good to see you here man like uh, just being connected over the years so thanks for thanks for joining us in the hangouts dude thank sure. you man um, well uh, w- I mean I'm not in a rush to end things and uh, we do actually have uh, another shifter who has joined us uh, in a hangout um, who's actually uh, uh, one of the local um, paradigm shifters I'm in London and my buddy Elliot Elliot um, um, I'm just going to mute you Jacob it, if that's okay um, I mean, Elliot I'm so, I'd, I'll oh, be in there too yeah yeah for sure man okay I'm just going to make sure right. that's me Cool. Um. So, Elliot, welcome. Welcome to the hangout, man. Good to good to see you. If you want to unmute yourself, go ahead and test your microphone. What to do? Hey, oh, man. I did it? Did I that do works. it? That i good. You Check it. mic. You did it.
7: Oh my god. <laughs> welcome to the internet. I conquered technology. <laughs> <laughs> How is everybody?
0: Good, man. Good. We've been we've been connecting over here, making so, good use of uh the opportunity we got. So yeah. Michelle's uh totally not driving her car right now. That's uh supposed to be a secret. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, <It's> um, <laughs> Elliot, we're uh, we we've talked a lot. We we've talked a lot about um oh my God, like we were talking about like even just like the uh, the weather changes and how that reflects on just like us being able to connect with the feelings of the earth shifts. Um, we've talked about like just like being able to go into the shadows of things and how that makes us stronger. Um, What else have we talked about? Quite a few things. But I'd love to just be able to pass over to you, man, and basically the way how we're doing this is um, you can just say who you are, what name you want to go by, uh, where you're from, London, we know that already, Ontario, Canada, and um, just uh, what you're doing to help assist in the shift in consciousness. And that can be like internal work and any like artwork or anything that you're working on or and, and, or anything really that, that you want to share oh God, with the group. That's deep. <laughs> is Hunter home?
7: All right, well, no, I'm in Kingston.
0: You're in Kingston? Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah.
7: I went home today. Yeah, yeah so that was cool. Uh, yeah, you know, my name's Elliot or Lizard Brain or Lizzie B. Uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, I... Uh, I uh, I made a pact with myself a couple of years ago, and I said I wanna, I wanna, I wanna see how far I can push my my mind, and uh, I definitely pushed it to its breaking point, and I reached some pretty uh, uh, deep places, but uh, they really just allowed me to crack, and uh, through all this darkness, I found a ton of light, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm here and my art is to uh, help people like me. Who uh, reach these pretty dark places, uh, find that light again, and pull ourselves back into uh, the love that is everywhere. Because uh, there's concrete and then there's nature.
0: Cool man. And and you're um. Do you want to talk like you you do art and stuff? How do you how do you try to change the world through art? Because we were talking about like the power of art and everything throughout this.
7: It's just the idea of just, just bringing light to this darkness because there are so many shadows in this world, but shadows only exist in this world because we're not shining light on them. Once you shine a light on them, it's not a shadow anymore, is it? So it's the idea of conquering the matter on top of our heads because we've been so lost inside our brains and these different parts of our brains that we've grown. We've lost so many of our like, intuition listening to our heart listen to these automatic thoughts and these voices and I think it's the idea of getting out of that for me. Uh, I make a lot of hip hop music as well because music for me is probably the what I value the most out of like society and it's such a lasting impact and mechanism for people to uh, experience different perspectives and avenues and outlooks of life and what can be yeah. I paint things sometimes.
0: You know. Yeah man. Did you um i i totally love to open the mic for you if you want to like share some of uh any poetry or anything like you...
7: I'll read something for you
0: Yeah yeah go, go ahead man cuz we're we're going to we're going to wrap up the broadcast soon enough but this will be like a, a nice sort of like
7: Let me find this thing that I found recently Okay man I really enjoyed. Cool cool and
6: um
7: I saw Star Wars last
0: night Yeah no spoilers yeah. Yeah, no, spoilers. Well, we were talking about Star Wars a little bit earlier. <laughs> the synchronicity of it and stuff. It
5: hey, I'm seeing it on Friday.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. You got to like watch it as like a meditation. Like that's like how I like to go into it. Like seriously, just like cuz there there are parts in it and this isn't spoiling it, but there are parts in it where like I like I I felt like the cryingness of it. I didn't actually cry, but I was pretty close to crying actually, but like there were moments where I was just like <gasps> like it like opened up my heart and stuff like that and and like some of it was like also like from, from joy and stuff which which is a really interesting thing in itself to think about um just to sort of bring attention to this you know like the 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 expressions of the human experience, how we cry when we're sad and we cry when we're happy, you know, like that's that's, that's really interesting because in both cases, it's a reflection of like the heart opening. Um, and Elliot, one thing, just to bring you up to speed, one thing we were talking about as like a New Year's evolution challenge is to encourage people to feel more. Um, so, I mean, I think like, again, like, Some people might like watch Star Wars and they would watch it and they wouldn't get like a single sensation in the heart chakra. But then a different person can watch it with a different intention and they can totally. Allow that 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 experience to be like a healing, heart-opening experience that can become like something with deeper meaning for them. So I mean, you know, whether it's Star Wars or anything, like I really encourage people to like go into things that they love as like a meditation. So even if you're listening to music, listen to it as a meditation. You know, like really allow yourself to invite yourself to open up to it, and in turn, you'll actually begin to um, have those visceral experiences of, like, the chakras opening up, which, you know, the heart twangs or or anywhere else that you might feel it based on what it is that you're interacting with. So, um, but yeah, Elliot, just passing over to you, just if you have anything on, on that and just segueing into your flow tree. Yeah. No, it's so true.
7: Sorry, I just wanted to say that, like, yeah, just, like... The idea of like engaging yourself fully into the experience that's at hand in front of your face is totally what it's about. Because we can live in like future destinations, but like the meditation is within the moment. And if you can like be virtually engaged, that's what being present means—being virtually engaged in something. anyways, okay, it's called sips on my wine because I was probably drunk when I wrote this, but it turned out really well. <clears throat> Elizabeth. My breath creates a gravity of its own, like the branches of the trees just filing into the unknown. I can see if I seek with new eyes, not these new lands. I wish I was home when I go to its opposite. Perspective creates my voice I'll contradict at some point. I'm a thief of the now. I was still in the past and the future. paint my memories, but I can never remember because this disconnect becomes from a disconnection of the roots, the growth, the core of the earth, and myself. I was made by the mother, but I cursed the father to the sky further from the bottom, the ceiling of a perspective. Birth from this revolution yet... We never change. Grow, grow, grow. How can we when all we breathe is this concrete? Let's correct this I to me and wheeze. We are but a soul surfing on invisible energy. We trick ourselves by traveling further from self. We are light. We are energy. Silver cords to the submerged imagination we no longer play with. Talking serious chat or conversations to get me ahead, but... To where further on this path around to another beginning of a cycle everything changes so should we community without this camaraderie society is just sex no rather lust a taste we can't get enough of chasing the dragon the shadow we illuminate the light the flint that became a fire passion of eating seeds and growing into the being or anything we goddamn seek Better face manifestations of reality back to the truth the dreams what is truth but what I feel what is that but thinking connecting I with the body and the mind nothing is separate all is one shape shifting reshifting the separation can show Seeing, seeing lays within the peace, the slowest of your heartbeat. Meditation, relaxation to its fullest capacity. No maximum was ceiling. Up, 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 and up, up. We go. Is there anything new here? Well, let's find it. How, how have we not thought of it all? Different combinations. Do we even experiment closer to our sp- spirituality, further from unconditional love? It is an idea unless implemented. Manifest life inside of our own skin. It's a vessel, so don't block it off. Build walls, turn them back to dust, and then dirt, and become the flower you are in the center of something more beautiful than you'll ever see. Live and rise like that tree.
6: Aho,
0: yeah, man. Hello.
5: Super dope. Super <laughs> dope. Super super dope.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome, Elliot. Uh, I should have a
7: mask awesome. on so you guys don't know it's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the ambiguous nature of what I want to be <laughs>
0: that's cool man um did, uh just uh, on the topic of your flow tree and stuff like that um with the creative process like do when you're writing stuff like that I'm just thinking of like how I do it do you try to like um, not stop yourself when you're writing because like, like, some people you know they'll write something you know, yes. and they'll be like fuck I need to find something that rhymes you know and then they just like stay on one sentence but I, I hear what you're saying and it, like I get that idea that like, you just kind of you, you go you keep going sort of thing and that's is that kind of what it, well it
7: similar? depends on like what I'm writing yeah and like when I'm writing but like the idea of it for me uh, in general just for art is the fact of like it's not me creating it I, I'm, I'm the vessel, I'm the conduit to be created so it's the idea uh, you have to open yourself up you have to open up your chakras. you have to open up your mind to this energy and let it pour itself in that uncollected universe you got to collect it and put it <laughs> and <then laughs> out there so yeah like it depends like with things like that it probably just like came out of me really quickly Cause a lot of times I don't feel like I'm writing things. I feel like somebody else is. But, I mean, I was in the B generation, so that's one thing.
0: <laughs>
7: but yeah, that's awesome. It depends, cause I edit sometimes, but I yeah, I'll write, I'll write first and edit later. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Know? Yeah.
7: Write drunk, edit
0: sober. <laughs> That's good, though. But, yeah, like, I, I like that idea. Um, the concept, again, you know, as, as simple as it is, it's still new to some people. The idea of, like, us being conduits for ideas to come through, you know, like, we're, we're vessels, we're vehicles, and, and these ideas, like, are they, they exist outside of our brain. Like, our brain is a place where we can, like, store pattern recognition. But, like, sometimes when there's, like, new things coming through, they come through, they bounce around our pattern recognition, and then they come out through, like, our hands and our action. And that's, like, where, like, Theoretically, consciousness could take the same idea and put it into two different people and they would come out differently based on... The formula of their own pattern, like formulas of their brain and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, like it's just like it's it's really cool because it's like that can sort of again uh, expand beyond just art and even into the actions of what we're doing. You know, so like when we think about how are we helping shift consciousness, like like you're literally sort of like enacting like the higher parts of consciousness, but really just like checking in with yourself to 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 feel and and, and to see like you know like is this because there's that's when you start to get into the idea of like is is this is this like something higher coming through me that I'm listening to or is this like more of like an ego thing that I'm like tricking myself into believing is like something different or are they one and the same i mean it's kind of it's kind of a it's kind of a perplexing um topic and maybe it's like something for another time but um yeah uh that's kind of a paradox, yeah 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 Yeah, cool. Um, Does anybody else have any, like, poetry handy that they might want to share within the theme of Elliot sharing his poetry? Maybe, possibly. I don't think I got any of mine too handy right now, but I'll save for another day anyways, so...
4: Yeah, um, I'll I'll save some poetry for another day. That's cool. I'll that's some cool. poetry. Word. Yeah,
0: we'll have to maybe set up like a team meeting hang hangout that's like specifically poetry oriented, and we can even like work on. That would on be poetry,
4: awesome.
0: Man. Um, while we're that would hanging be awesome. out. Yeah, I'd yeah, yeah. do like group poetry writing. What's, What's that?
2: I would definitely share some poetry spoken word in future.
0: Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Well, that's good. That'll give the audience a hook and a reason to come back. So. <laughs>
4: I <laughs> love it. Perfect,
0: that's how it works. Um, Cool, guys. Well, okay, moving into the f- final minutes of the broadcast, what I'd like to do, I'd like to be able to ask us each to take a moment here to reflect on intentions that we can create for ourselves, um, and then verbalize them And then just like, yeah, like that's it. So let's take a moment here to like go into a little bit of meditation and then we'll each take turns sharing our intentions. And again, like personal intentions for our journey sort of thing. So, um, yeah, okay. So let's just go into like a quick meditation and not like a deep meditation, but just kind of like connecting with our breath. Oh, yeah. And I didn't talk about tea Um, I'll just say this real quick. One thing with tea, this is almost like a practical tip. You can use tea in a very magical way if you um, put an intention into your tea. So say for example, like you you don't drink, you don't have tea just to drink it. You use tea as a mini ritual. So what you can do is you can have your tea and then you can actually be like, okay, um, this tea for me represents calmness or this tea for me represents creativity and then every time that you sip that tea every time you know you like bring it up and you like sip it you're consciously like feeling and and, and embodying that idea that like you're drinking creativity you're drinking calmness sort of thing Um, and then you make it into like a mini magical ritual that can have some like way of sort of structuring your reality in that that present moment for you Um, anybody have any comments on that just before we go into the intention thing because I just thought that was kind of a cool idea real-life MMORPG. Can I
7: just tell you a story?
0: Yeah, go it's ahead. It's on
7: the same page. I had a light switch in one of my apartments that didn't turn on any lights, so I dubbed it the <laughs> imagination switch. <laughs> the only time me and my friends went ahead of like a super isoteric conversation or it was like an art session, we would turn on the imagination switch, and it's <sighs> like the idea of placebos, right? Like,
0: yeah.
7: Our words have a life of their own. Like They have energies. It's pretty gnarly really what we can do with our... Minds and our breath and our words, that, what those manifest. It was fun. It's good to Yeah, so. we were
4: we were talking about that earlier. Intention setting and in its power. So that's beautiful to, yeah. to to do the physical switch. And uh, yeah,
7: well, it's like it, it's known now that we can alter pieces of our DNA. Like there's pieces of it that are concrete, but like there's things that we can change because our cells are just almost valuable to data thought. boards.
4: Yeah, and, exactly.
7: Oh, it's totally totally still like it's yeah, it's it's nuts. It's pretty crazy what we can do to ourselves. Mm-hmm.
4: And for
0: like better words, right? we
7: are. In fact, gods. Hey hey, that's what happened to me.
0: <laughs> um Anyways, I, just gonna... I felt okay. it
7: hell but I didn't I don't know Robert Johnson, so I go ahead I'm just spit. Hey
0: man, if you want to spit, go for it. <laughs> this is a place to do. Cool. Um, actually, just on the theme of art, uh, Sarah in the live chat, who's been very active in the live chat and shout out to her and everyone else in the, in the live chat listening. Um, she was basically just saying, because I was talking earlier about um, like even the ancient sculptures, like how they were sort of, or not even too long ago, how they were sort of like channeling the ideas and, and using art as a way to um, deliver a specific idea. But there's that idea of, you know, like David was trapped inside the marble. Michelangelo just let him out so like I really like that idea <laughs> of like you know like even e- and, and tying it with this idea that like a, a good artist or you know one way of doing of arting um, is to like you look at that, that that marble and and you're like you're speaking to it or you're listening to it and, and you're hearing it tell you like what, what it is that's inside of it and then you're just like ah oh, like that's it that's it and then you like work slowly at like Bringing that out, sort of thing, instead of just like you almost have to think of things like in reverse chronological order, um, which I think is a very powerful thing to do with an art is to know that whatever art piece you're working on is actually already created, like it already exists, and then like you're like you're like pulling it in, like from the future into the present to like reconstruct it back to the future, sort of thing. So it's like it's like an infinity loop. But knowing that it already exists in the future gives you the confidence to create with whatever tools you have in the present. Uh, that's like something that I that it goes that goes hand in hand with like video editing. You know, like if I like film a bunch of stuff, I'll be like, all right, I know that this video is here, and then I just have to like solve all the puzzles to like bring it out. In that sense, what do you guys think about that idea?
4: Yes. <laughs> I like saying yes when you ask. It's like nobody
2: says anything, and then like, yes. Beep. Uh huh.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I actually try to think in that way also, just because like, like, we can, it, our memories are kind of like present moment. Like we like this moment is a memory, and then the next moment will be a memory, and then this moment, it, it's just it's so interesting how that works. But yeah, no, I you know, try to do that. too. You know.
4: I can share something about my, um, like, and it's probably the same thing that you do when you video edit intuitively. Like, you, it's almost like you look, well, uh, this is like almost a secret I'm sharing. This is interesting. I, When I do art or graphic design or whatever I'm doing on the computer, I look to see if it looks familiar. And it's like bringing it back from the future, you know, into the pre- now present. But it's like you're fine-tuning your creation to see if it, like, if you almost like you recognize it or if it's closer to, like, you know, home closer to like your heart, closer. Does that make sense to you guys? Like, are you are you are you feeling what I'm putting down? Where you're yeah, like, yeah, totally. totally, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's how you like you intuitively guide your creations, right? You're just like the does signs. That, does that match it? Yeah, that feels familiar. And then like eventually you end up in it's déjà vu, you know. And you're finally like, ah, mm-hmm. this is exactly what I wanted it to look like, you know. So yeah. yeah.
0: For me, when I'm doing video editing, a way that I actually use um, like intuitive, practical experience as a way to gauge my progress is if I'm like watching something back and I get like the spine tingling sensations, the energy activation sensations, as I sort of um refer to them, like that to me means that like okay, like that's a part that is like succeeding in the video, like it 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 like it is activating a part of myself, like for a specific reason so um, that's really cool like yeah like that activation sensation of the spine is like so super important because like we can use that to like sort of like tell like you know like when we're kind of like on the path kind of thing Um, and again like some people will say that's actually like related to again not even just energy coming in and flowing which is like a good thing in itself but also like DNA upgrading or something like that so like the more you can bring in that energy activation sensation, even if it's like kundalini rising, if that's what it is, like whatever. But like, finding places where you can like know how to activate that and then try to ride that wave is actually really interesting. Um, Part of the like the meditations, the guided meditations that we do are actually sort of designed for that to be able to um, bring up that energy activation sensation. And I, I will just say as a reminder, um for everybody listening to this who may have missed it to definitely go back and check out the recording of the Jedi Global Activation Meditation uh that was it was really good and and it's like a, it's 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 like living a movie inside your mind and it's like really exciting so I definitely and today even though like I was obviously hosting it but today I listened to it and, and, you know, I listened to it as if I, like, wasn't the person hosting it so I was, like, hearing it for the first time kind of thing and then I, like, got off the bus and just, like, sat down in a parking lot and, like, meditated for, like, a while listening to this and and as I was doing it, you know, I was getting the energy activation sensations up the spine and then again, you know, like, I was, like, using breath to like maintain them to like ride them to keep that energy like a sensation flowing um super interesting i feel um what do you guys uh, just on that uh, again just um what were we were just talking about though that, that energy activation sensation do you guys well what's your guys relationship with that i i'd just be curious and then we'll move into the intention thing
4: yeah, you, it's, you it's definitely, it, yeah, it's yeah. for me. I it's, I really correlated to the chakra system. I think that yeah. it's like my energy body, like my pranic body, like speaking to me, or even my spirit guides, like telling me that to go in that direction. You know, to move more into that train of thought. Because sometimes you know I 'll get the opposite, I'll get little pings and saying, like, "No, not that train of thought, you know like little, but again, I, I correlated to like the opening and it's it almost like you're expanding, like your energy body's expanding, and like you're a flower, you're blooming right to certain ideas, and then other ones you contract, and so I kind of I feel like a jellyfish now, like right, you ride through the waters of life like that, like an energetic current. Um, the one thing that i wanted to say to what you just said was that it's so important that we continue that expansion you know to ride those waves and to be in the highest stream of consciousness or or at least that's what i'm that's what i'm praying for a lot is to always like ride it you know keep riding it cuz cause it's cause it tends to go up and down up and down like waves
0: totally anybody else Goes up and down so we know it's not flat yeah yeah yeah, if 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 it was if it was just up or if it was just down, then it would be stagnant in that sense, and technically it would be dead. So, right, right. Theoretically, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's a different way of thinking about that, but yeah. Um. Anybody else have any comments on the energy activation sensation type things?
5: Um. I was just uh, as you guys were speaking. I was just thinking, like, I, um, what I notice is I'll try to use my like five senses more, like more intuitively than just, like, you know, just, like, going about your day with it. Um, like, if I'll be eating, like, an apple, I'll think, like, like, does this taste normal? Does it taste, like, is this, you know, how apples are supposed to taste? Or, um, you know, or, like, if you smell something funny, you're like, okay, what 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 is this, like, what is this change in, in smell? And, you know, just, like, noticing the small things within the senses, even though it's, like... It's
0: it's good to be aware of you know like being able to just like develop our relationship with our senses and stuff listening with our entire body is a concept that I'm really interested in like literally thinking about you know we don't just hear with our ears we don't just see with our eyes like we don't just taste with our tongue like we literally do all of those with every single part of our body so listen with your entire body see with your entire body sort of thing you know um, to me that's just like an interesting idea that can really get things I'm moving so. Uh, when I was in acting, school,
7: when I was in acting school, it was just a—it was a really powerful experience for me to realize that there's a huge difference between listening to somebody and actually hearing somebody. You can listen to somebody and not have retain any ounce of the information that they say to you, or you can actually hear what they're saying and engage in it and have that sink in. There's a huge difference between listening and hearing, which is just a neat thing. It's the same thing with seeing and looking. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Just look or you can actually see something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's like, even um Carlos Casanata talks about that. Like, Don Juan, the sort of shaman character, he always talked, he would use the term seeing. You know, like, he would talk about, like, he would be like, you see the tree, but you don't see the tree. You know, like, one person would look at a tree and it'd be like the physical aspect, another person would look at a tree and they would see like the energy expanding beyond the interconnectedness it has, like the home that it is for all the animals and and everything like that so yeah, like it's, it's there's always like another story underneath the story that you're looking at, so being able to like see beyond like the initial aspects of things is pretty cool, and again like that's kind of what the Force, that's kind of what Star Wars was talking about, you know in, in some ways, so it's good to see that. I
4: point. think um, I think that hi, I I'm just beginning like to experiment with this is in stillness when you are attuning to the subtle frequency of like the deeper we can listen, the more it's well I'm sure I think this is like a Ram Dass quote or something like the deeper we listen, the more or the quieter we become, the more we can hear and I I, I I that's what i'm feeling when i'm when i'm talk when i'm listening to you guys speak about listening i've noticed that when you listen you can tune into that highest vibration of what like the next almost train to jump on energetically is and it's not something that you think about it's like tuning into the
0: Okay, so Michelle just dropped. I'm sure her battery just died or whatever. Um, So, but yeah, yeah, that's totally, totally just tuning into things is super important. So, that's awesome. Um, Elliot, did you. That was something
7: else. Yeah, uh, I read a book recently. Awesome. Freaking book. Um, Anyways, um, but in it, it basically said if you break it down to it's our simplest form, all we are is just iron wrapped in a copper wire, and it's your choice to be grounded in what frequency you push out and what frequency you tune into, which is just pretty cool.
0: That's
7: cool, yeah. We came from the rust to make rust, to decay all this rust, to turn it back to dust so we can become the flowers and burst.
0: We must. Oh, yeah. I like that. I love the, the saying, like, be like a flower and flow. So many people think of the word flower and they miss the word flow in it. And then they don't think of flowering as flowing, as the verb flow. Because so,
6: mm-hmm.
0: flow is more than water. Flow is like the unfolding essences of life doing its thing, so to speak.
6: <laughs>
0: it's,
7: uh. It's kind of cool because, like, I, I was in Vic Park. There's, like, right by, like, Dufferin entrance, there's, like, those, like, these, like, lettuce heads that are all, like, this, like, super psychedelic, like, mandalas because it goes from, like, dark purple to light purple to, like, dark green to light green to, like, white. It tripped me out, and I was just staring at them for, like, an hour one day, and it was just, like, it, the idea of, like, flow, like, ride the waves or, like, flow with the waves, I was just, like, it, it, it works to me, but, like, the idea of, like, flowing like a mandala or unfolding like a mandala just makes way more sense to me because there's infinite layers on each experience you're experiencing. you got to unfold all these things before you can go to the next one, and then it's just constantly unfolding all these things, and then we
0: spiral. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's so that's... I like that idea that, opposed to saying, you know, like you're like you're here and then you're moving over there or you're moving over there, yeah. like the mandala prop, like idea is like you're you're in the you're in the exact center of where you are. You're always going to be exactly where you are, but then yeah. you're you're growing outwards from that center, and and as you do, like it's it's constantly blossoming into new buds, and yeah, like new layers of the onion or otherwise are uh, emerging and, and unfolding. So. Yeah yeah I think that's kind of a cool way so and it's we are like, that we are Mandalas. it's like sacred geometry too like it it starts yeah. at a point right and like the idea for me
7: like of sacred geometry is like it's we'll start at a point and then like it has an experience or like some sort of information happens and it grows into a line and then it that happens and then it stops at another point and then it takes a break and it takes a breath and it goes oh that was what that was about and then it shoots off in another <laughs> direction and keeps doing that and then it builds this beautiful image right at the end of it which is what we are doing as human beings Constantly, day by day, by day.
0: hmm I like um I like what you I like what you said there in the chat, how you said silent and listen are the same letters. So yep. that's not a coincidence, I would think. So that's cool. And then uh, Jacob said he said so even, even the race car, yeah. Um and <laughs> Jacob said even the even the water spoke. Um and again, you know, he's talking about being able to see yeah. things. So you know the water speaks, listen to it that's cool mm-hmm. um, okay guys well I think uh, I think we're about on schedule to move towards wrapping it up and then we'll save some more things uh, for another week but definitely just um, taking a moment here yeah. to, to reflect on intentions to verbalize and again you know part of the reason for doing this for sharing our intentions as a practice is also for accountability um, a community is a really valuable thing in terms of, uh, of accountability in, in that sense you know like it's one thing to just like say you're gonna do something but when you say it out loud and it's recorded even if you're just documenting it in your own journal uh, it sort of like solidifies it a little bit differently into reality so um, is that cool with you guys? you guys want to go through and we'll just like share some intentions and then we'll wrap things up so um, okay so let's just uh, let's just go into like a quick sort of breathing and we'll just sort of connect with uh, with what it is that we're feeling right now. Okay. <clears throat> so even for the people listening, you know, use this as a chance to reflect on your own intentions as well. So just inviting you guys to relax. <sighs> Maybe this entire time that you've been listening to this conversation or that you've been a part of it, have you really taken, like, one deep meaningful breath did that somehow like slip through your fingers and if so know that it's always in your palms so let's take a nice gentle inhale together so inhales through the nose and exhales through the nose or mouth Again, gentle inhales. Gentle exhales. And really just listening to the silence on the on in the breath, like between the inhale and the exhale, listen to that moment of silence and just go as slow as you want with it. So just do another breath at your own pace. And so it's, it's, it's very interesting, I find, as doing that because, you know, like when you're in that silence, what do you hear? What, what thoughts come into your mind? Like, you know, maybe people might sort of think like, like wow, you know, like this is kind of weird, this is kind of funny, this is kind of stupid. Or you might just sort of hear like a slight whisper of love, you know, like literally just like, like breathe, 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 silence, love. Exhale. So what happens if you like bring that into every breath? How much of there how much is there that we're missing within the conversations between us and us? So just reflecting moving forward on intentions for myself, just a couple intentions. I'd like to have the intention of actively making myself available for family and friends. Obviously with the holiday coming up, we need to, sometimes need to be reminded of what is the meaning of Christmas some people and I th- think this is a very important thing to think about it's not so much about getting presents as much as it is about giving presents and giving gifts and even when you think about the word presence you know give someone your presence give someone your time I think that is like what's really important. So as we get ready to move into the the Christmas day, let us really be have the intention of really being grateful for the family that we are with, you know, really being grateful for our parents. You know, maybe they might pinch our nerves sometimes, but even when they do that, that's helping us see parts of ourselves. It's helping us see things that we might be able to shift and dissolve and helping us reveal subtle triggers that are very important. And so just bringing in that intention of really being grateful for the family that we have, that, that we, uh, the family and friends that we have the opportunity to spend time with knowing that the experience is transient. And, you know, even for myself right now, just as like a personal reflection, um, one of my dogs, uh, Shelby, uh, the older German Shepherd, uh, without trying to say that this is the case, but this very well could be uh, his last Christmas with us um, just because of the fact that he's getting older. So, I mean, for me, you know, like, it's it's something where it's it's bittersweet, it's sad, but it's also happy. And I'm just so glad, I'm so grateful. Uh, you know, every day I'm just really grateful that he's he's there. Um, and so, you know, my intentions uh, just in, in terms of that are just, you know, be a, be a pet, be a family, just really being grateful. Um, so that's part of my intention. Um, and then just one other intention would just be a... Continued continued um, vigilance in terms of being a conduit for what it is that my heart sings. If I have a message to share, uh, really being able to like honor that message as having its own essence and being an ambassador for ideas, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, I I just feel that's really really interesting concept really important for me so um, and other intention is to uh, definitely and I've said this before don't stay up past 3 a.m. every time I do it throws off my whole sleep schedule so note to self go to sleep before 3 a.m. or earlier Um, and one more intention I'll say with over this holiday is to uh, wake up earlier I'd like to I'd like to catch some sunrises over the next couple weeks. Um, I feel it's been a while since I've actually seen a sunrise, which is, you know, in some ways kind of sad because they're like so beautiful and so meaningful. So, uh, really giving the sun uh, some some of the some of my presence and being able to be grateful for the sun, shifting the relationship that we have like with that beautiful source of energy and seeing it as us and rising together as one so those are just uh some of my intentions that i'd like to share and i'll open up the microphone the talking stick to anybody else who would like to just share their intentions so whoever would like to go next and looks like elliot dropped out but we still have ellie and kamala and jacob so whoever one of you three wants to go
5: um, I believe my intentions what I'm really trying to like accomplish would be just to remember to stop judging myself so much. I judge myself all the time and I have to remember like it's all a process and you know, there's gonna be mistakes and those mistakes have to be the experience to remember how to change whatever it is I need to change in myself, um, yeah, I think the maybe that, and hmm. and you know try trying to uh you know have like good scheduled meals throughout the day instead of like not eating at like you know like, late at night and then like start being so super hungry in the morning, like you know I think taking care of the body but more and. Uh, less judgment on self. I'd like to work on that.
0: Cool. That's yeah. good. Uh, thanks, Ellie. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Jacob or Kamala?
2: Um, let's see. Um, I definitely want to open up to the opportunities of manifesting more travel and adventures and to open up to the unexpected in a positive way and not let my logic overrule things. So just enjoy a lot more.
0: Cool. cool. I like that. Awesome. Thanks, Kamala. And Jacob, are you able to share your intentions? I'm not sure if your phone was working properly or not. Let's give Jacob a second to respond. Um, yeah, go ahead and unmute yourself, Jacob, if you want to try sharing. Okay, all right, so Jacob's just no mic on the tech side of things. So um, Jacob, if you want to just type something into the chat real quick, just any short short form of intention, I'll just relay it there. And let me just check the uh, chat um, within what we got here. Um, is there any... Are there any intentions that people are sharing in the chat? Oh my God, there's Karen and Sarah going crazy on the conversation here. Oh, and they're sharing comparisons between the human chakra system and the Tesla coil.
3: <laughs>
0: Very cool. Um, I'm just trying to read real quick. Um, so Sarah, Sarah and Karen, if you guys Um, have any intentions that you want to share in the chat, just feel free to do that now. And let me just check back over. So Jacob says my 2016 to be infinity and beyond turning to greens, uh, believing in the moment and reclamation detox. And that's what he's got so far, everything. So that's good. Awesome. Thanks, Jacob. And, um, I'm just reading in the other chat, Sarah, she says, "My intention is definitely to wake up and stay out of bed by nine a m so <laughs> awesome, cool, and um, I'm not sure if Karen got the message on that, so we'll see, but otherwise, just moving into the um the closing of the show, uh, I think that was like probably again another three hour episode, which tends to happen here um paradigm shift. So thank you so much to everyone for being a part of this. I had mentioned at the, the start of the show um, that, uh, you know, just to be able to brainstorm and get some ideas about uh, the Patreon crowdfunding that I'm doing to be able to continue to support the project. And uh, again, you know, like that's part of the idea is that I'm literally like doing what is in my heart and listening to the universe and and really putting more and more into this project uh, as the platform continues to build and there's more work that I still have to do but I have a vision of of, of what it can be and that vision is created through the support of the community as well so uh, I will just say that if you are listening to this and maybe you guys heard the Jedi meditation and you just want to be able to add your energy to support this project even just a couple dollars a month makes a huge difference and you can do that through my patreon at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton and the links are available through paradigmshiftcentral.com. If you scroll down to the very bottom of any page on paradigmshiftcentral.com, you'll see a link to the Patreon there, or up at the top in the header uh, where it says uh, exclusive perks and rewards available, that also links to the Patreon. So you can check that out. And there are, again, rewards. I'll give you access to some of the uh, one of the projects I'm working on called Wings of the Gods, which I'll be releasing uh, Episode 1 four in the future, and it gives you 25% bonus on shift button orders. It gives you access to Journey to Lucidity 3 early and um, some other things that will be revealed as we continue to move forward with that. And uh, shout-out to all the people who are contributing currently. Um, Within the Patreon, there's nine contributors right now, so thank you to those guys, and that's bringing in about $115 a month for me, and the goal in this, as big as it may sound, is to actually have it at $2,500 a month uh, through the support of the community, and again, that's going to really allow me to continue to pursue this as a full-time career and what comes out of that is going to be more uh, upgrades with the website and also being able to allow me to do traveling with the Paradigm Shift Tour and to be able to visit you guys and to document that journey along the way so I'm really excited about that and again I know it's possible it's It's going to take patience and uh, definitely um, I'll just be able to make some amazing things alongside you guys so I'm really looking forward to that so again <laughs> support the Patreon when you can and it is greatly appreciated even if it's just a couple dollars, five dollars, ten dollars whatever works for you So, and um, other than that in terms of what's coming up in the future paradigm shift stuff uh, there's no set Paradigm Shift Radio broadcasts that we have planned next. I mean, that's kind of, Paradigm Shift Radio is kind of like here and there. Like we used to do it once a week, um, but now that we're doing these once a week, again, like that's just something that takes up a lot. Um, To do a broadcast with that takes up like a fair bit of my focus and attention. Um, And right now with all the other projects on and go, uh, it's very valuable for me to just be able to do these broadcasts and then put my focus back into creating some of the videos that I want to get out sooner rather than later. So stay tuned for the next official Paradigm Shift radio broadcast, but at the very least, um, we may do another global ta- global meditation on the next new moon. And Shout out to my dog, who you might be able to hear, Dallin. Um, so yeah, the next new moon uh, would theoretically be another global meditation broadcast, but you can also go back and check out the previous recordings. We've done like four or five of them now. And you can find this through the main website as well in the news feeds. Um, and other than that, there's uh, yeah, there's going to be some new videos that I'm going to be releasing. There's like a spoken word poetry one that I'm going to be releasing soon. Um, and there's going to be more updates coming for the website. And uh, if you haven't yet, if you're listening to this, add your email to the uh, website email thingamabob. That's that's the technical name for it. Go to paradigmshacentral.com and in the header, there's a little box that says get media news and event notifications. Enter your email into that because this is gonna allow us to like exist beyond Facebook and part of it will be um, emails that I'll be sending out to you guys and those will include newsletters, Uh, and like newsletters of all like the media being created within the community including your guys' stuff, the quest journals and uh, specific notifications about upcoming events such as future Hangouts and particular broadcasts. So um, the next team building Hangout will theoretically be next Wednesday unless you hear otherwise. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much where things are at right now. And again, you can find the links to anybody mentioned in the show in the notes for this episode on the Paradigm Shift Central website. So again, you can scroll through the feeds and just scroll through the feed to the December 23rd. Click that and scroll down and you'll see the links there. And in the meantime, definitely check out more of the stuff on the website. Check out some of the, the newest stuff under the community videos. Really encourage you to turn on the Paradigm Shift TV um, that uses a randomizer so every time you load it up there will be a new video for you which is like a really exciting thing in itself, it's like tarot and synchronicity and uh, yeah again I'll be updating the website more and, and we'll uh, get into those details as they unfold so that's a, uh, I think that's pretty much it and and I think we're we're good to wrap it up um, if you haven't seen the Star Wars video go check that out, share it with your friends it's still relevant and I'll be doing the conscious movie review for Star Wars uh, that's one of the things that I'm still working on so that'll be the next thing to come out um, among other things. So yeah I think that's I think that's pretty much it and, and um, right now it's just uh, Kamala and Jacob and I in the chat. But we shall nonetheless say goodbye to you guys. And uh, on Facebook, you can find facebook.com forward slash Radio and facebook.com forward slash Paradigm Central is the main page on Facebook. And you can like those as well. But again, Facebook is kind of uh, mixed feelings about it. Um, because it won't give you notifications all the time so make sure you got your email in that email list and that'll make sure that you get notifications that you need so yeah thank you so much everybody for listening to this uh, for tuning in for for this episode and uh, just again you listening to this you being a part of this is just part of the story go out there continue to work on yourself continue to bring some of these ideas into the physical reality and um, again you know like in terms of like building physical community where you are stay tuned for more updates but in the meantime connect with people where you are, look for places to begin hosting open minded discussion and meditation circles if you're looking at being an admin for a paradigm shift community where you are and uh, you can totally do it and the force is with you always so <laughs> So we'll say it there, and um let's officially wrap this up so uh Kamala and uh I guess Jacob doesn't have a mic, but Kamala, you can join me in saying farewell to the internet as we wrap this show up um, unless Good
2: there's or, or I'll
0: just say kamala did, was there any was there any last words that you just want to share with people? any last reminders or insights in any way?
2: um I think we covered just about everything
0: <laughs> literally um, everything
2: you on the astral.
0: <laughs> Every- See you in the astros. So yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Okay. So yeah, let's uh let's do that then. And all the best to everyone. Merry Christmas if you're listening to this at that time and happy holidays and and uh yeah, we'll get in another broadcast before the new year's theoretically. But um all the best to everyone. So Kamala, let's uh okay, now we can officially say goodbye. So goodbye to the people of the internet until next Bye. time. We love you guys. Bye, <laughs> all right, stay in touch. Keep shifty, and we'll see you in the future. Peace. One love.